You're listening to the Horror Returns podcast. This is Heather Langenkamp from Nightmare on Elm Street. Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and uh, with me, as always, we've got our, our hipster in the took, and that would be Brian. What's going on, Brian? So, <laughs> What region uh, is took? Who calls it a took? I don't know. I thought that... Not fucking Texas, so, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all right, Beanie. How about Beanie? Will Beanie work? <laughs> Um, all right, we got Philip tonight and uh, special guest, at least for part of the show. We've got uh, Cindy Sanabria. We haven't talked to you in a while. What's been going on, kiddo? I know. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming back. I've missed you guys. <laughs> we miss yeah. you. I got a lot to talk about whenever you guys are ready. Some interesting. Yeah. Well, we got to see. see if I've got anything I wrote down here. Um, I know. Are you, so, okay, so you were you were telling me about a couple of things you've got with horror able, horror able women, true crime film, all kinds of shit. I guess oh, I'll I just be quiet. You tell us what's going on. What's up <laughs> in your world? Well, the last time I came and spoke with you guys, I was working on a documentary, a full length documentary film called Horror Able, and now. Um, I've been th- we've been through some crazy stuff. Um, I lost some editors, had to rehire some editors, and then we um, made the creative decision to just partition the film instead of you know this big documentary with 22 people. Um, okay. We decided to remove six women from that because I realized that I interview more women than men, um, and so we separated Uh-oh. that into a, a, an exclusive short called Hara Able Women," and um, some oh. of these. Um, some some of them had like poorer quality and I just didn't want um, I did. I, you know, I felt like everybody was important and I didn't want to discard any interviews. So I just gave them kind of like their own platform and 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 kind of separated it um, and kind of mixed up the girls and stuff like that. So it actually came. All out right. Really, yeah. So that's my short. It, it just came out this month. It's in the film festival network, um, the film film fest network right now. And OK. Um, we just um, been selected for the uh, the um, Borders Without Docs Film Festival, Docs Without Borders Film Festival. Okay, there's about 18 more that we're waiting for. Thank you. <laughs> but um, so we got the short. Now the feature, they're still working on it, and we should have that between May and June. Thank you for your patience for that. <laughs> and um, and now I'm embarking on my new my new stuff, um, which I'm very excited about. 
Um, I'm working on a true crime film right now. It's actually the first time I've ever done this. So I try to, I tend to challenge myself as a filmmaker. And um, I decided to, um, I came across the story about a serial killer from Florida. And ironically, I live in Florida. So, you know, and okay. I, um, the victims kind of compelled me to do something for them. Because there's a lot of cold cases. There's a lot of women that they still haven't found. And started pulling on my heartstrings. And you know me, I'm like, I advocate for things that I believe in. So I was just like, okay, I have to do this now, you know? And it's been, actually, I've been working on this for the past year, just research, reading case files, you know, hearing interview. It's disgusting and nauseating and had me crying a few times too, because it's very emotional. It's very yeah. different. It's very different from horror. I mean, these are the horrors of reality. So yeah. You know, yeah, and, crime stuff. You're in my zone right now. Right. And then being, oh, oh being a woman, which is basically like what he targeted, you know what I mean? And living in Florida, where he targeted these women, being a woman of color, the kind of women that he preferred, even though he, he did kill, he killed white women as well. But he preferred, you know, women of color because he figured that they wouldn't, um, nobody would care about them, right? If they disappear. Mm. This, and that yeah. was like a common pattern with, you know, with these killers too, they would target like, you know, people that came from like, you know, that would like maybe drug addicts or prostitutes or whatever. And, you know, there's a history of that, you know, because of the fact that they feel that there's, it would be a lot easier to get away with that crime. And unfortunately, so to this day, these, you know, some of these women haven't been found. So um, I'm making it my mission to make this film. And uh, like I said, it's, um, I, it's a very emotional piece for me, but I have to do it. And, um, and I'm really doing it to help see if like, you know, create a buzz and hopefully more people will pick up on it and it'll be like another Dama. And before you know it, people will be opening up these cold cases again. You know, people will be trying to look for these women again, you know? And so that's, that's the hopes of this film. Yeah. So, wow. And, did, so you, did you, did you have an interest in uh, true crime before you started doing this? Yeah, I watch true crime stuff all the time, you know, um, but it's a, I guess it's a little different when you're like in it, in it. I mean, mm -hmm. like you're, you're eating, breathing, you know, sleeping this freaking guy, you know, and, and reliving his fantasies. And, you know, it's just, it's just very different than just watching a one hour special. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or even a one hour, you know, even the Dahmer stuff, watching Dahmer, this past one that was done um, was really well done, but it it got to me too because I mean he really got into the um, the heart of the of the not just the the killer but the victims, mm -hmm. and and that's where I'm leaning more towards um, making it more of the victim okay. story, and that's kind of where like you know a lot of emotions come from because it's like it's so sad you know and um, and it's so many women that. Um, that going through these case files, seeing details, these are things that you don't normally see in a in a true crime film or a documentary. This is more like if you were working in a precinct or a forensic lab, you would be coming across these kind of things. And it's a little more disturbing. It's like it's more harrowing, you know, it's like you're in it. Yeah. In it. And oh, it's man. So yeah, I wish you luck, guys. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, are, one, are, one more question. Did, going through like all the, the evidence and the stories and stuff, did you, were you able to just kind of go through it or did it like take a toll on you to where you had to like take a break from it? 
Yeah, I've been taking multiple breaks from it. That's a good question, though. But yeah, um, so it started with me just watching his interviews and then taking a lot of notes and um, trying to find anything I could find on this killer. And then, then it went into reaching out to the arresting officers, any detectives that I could find, anybody oh, wow. that... Yeah, I, I actually spoke to one that knew him quite well. And, and I mean, like, the forensics lab knew about this case. Like, he got actually got away with one of the murders here in Florida. So, yeah. Is so he then, in jail so right now? I got now? a case file for that, yeah. And, oh, it's just disgusting stuff, guys. It really is. But I'm trying to make it to a T. So, like, my casting is going to reflect um, the victims, so the, their likeness. So there's a lot of people that, you know, to try to make it as realistic as possible to see if maybe someone along the lines, it'll jolt their memory. Right. And, hey, I remember this person from like the 80s or, you know, and. Um, yeah, Philip was asking you, is is the guy in jail now at least? Has um, he been apprehended? He 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 was apprehended. He He's already passed. Oh, OK, OK. Well, they yeah, this, is not, like this isn't. This is from you know an old, an old kind of like kind of old like, cases, which is right. why, it's gotcha. like, you know, where forensics wasn't really, you know, there was there was evidence was lacking and stuff. You know, I I believe DNA um, actually came into play. I would say around the eighties, nineties. It's something kind of like new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so just imagine all the people before that, all the the victims that are out there around this world. You know, I mean, look at Jack the Ripper. They're still over here with like trying to figure out who did it, right? Yeah. And you have all the and they don't know. And that's that's unfortunately like the case in this and with this story. And yet it has let me it gets very emotional. It, it has gotten me very emotional at times where I really did have to separate myself. And I and I came close to like, am I even the right person to do this? Because I'm a horror filmmaker. It's like, you know, I enjoy gore and blood and guts, but I don't, you know. <laughs> oh, man. It's so disturbing when you're here. You but know, it's real. You know it's these different. women really were, you know, and I'm like following through their death to their last breath. And it's like reenactments of this stuff. So it's, yeah, it's pretty morbid. Um, like I said, I don't think I'll make another film like this again, but. You know, it took already about a year and a half of my life already. So I'm like, man, listen, I'm doing this. I'm doing it for yeah. the business. Yeah. How, how far along are you? When do you think this is going to be out? And is it for sure going to be a feature? Or do you think this yes. may morph into a miniseries or? No, I don't want to okay. make it a miniseries because I don't want gotcha. to stress this out. <laughs> it totally yeah. can. It totally can be. Like, totally can be. But, um... But I'm just trying to make um, a feature with as much information that I found on him and on the victims. And um, I'm actually almost done with the, the script now. There's someone that's interested that's actually a famous makeup artist, and I can't mention his name. Because that's okay. Here. <laughs> Understandable. You guys could uh, guess. But, um, but yeah, he's very interested in it, and he's interested in working on the project. And if he gets down with it, then then this is gonna really take take this to another level because I was looking at it at a low budget film. But if he gets involved with it, with it, then it can it can actually have the potential to go commercial. So um, I originally I had planned to shoot it in May, but due to the fact that it's an overwhelming project, um, I needed more time. So I'm setting it. To, I'm slating it for for uh, July. 
Okay, that's right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, it's not too far, but yeah, but I should be done with the script by the end of this. All month, right. So, so and you're 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 still doing horror tour guide and all that, right? Yes, yes. So okay. I'm still doing a horror tour guide. That's and that's one project um that's my challenge of the year. And then um I'm working on a slasher film that's more fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. That I'm looking forward to. A little light, a little a light comedy, film. huh? Huh? <laughs> a little light comedy. Yeah, this one this one actually is is gonna be um well yeah, it's kind of like a revenge har- uh slasher film and um it's a holiday slasher because I can't tell you guys how and I know you guys do reviews on films all the time, but I can't tell you how how my, how frustrated I was this past year when I was trying to binge watch holiday films. You know, Christmas has done better. Christmas, but New Year's, my goodness, guys. I'm like, I barely found any good New Year's horror. Tell right, me if you right. know any New Year's one. I mean, I found like Brian? three decent ones. <laughs> when I when I find out, I'll let you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> New fans have seen every holiday movie known to man. <laughs> yeah, most of our horror though. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So I, I think End of Days was one of the one of the ones that I could say, okay, that was around New Year's Eve or whatever. Okay. And there was one other one that I had seen, and I can't even remember that. Um, like New New Year's Evil. That was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that film? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! And the fake bands. I could I could not when the band started going up up on set, and they were yeah. like, yeah. Oh yeah. I remember that? Oh, it was so horrible. It was watching like really bad like. <laughs> like bad music videos and I was like this is horrible and it was like so, like like the horror in it was like slim to none it was just mm-hmm. yeah so I'm like I'm making I'm gonna do something about this so I decided that's actually what mo- motivated me to make the film <laughs> so yeah right, and that cool. script is actually already done nice and we're um launching a actually I'm launching a, a crowdfunder for that one this week um and we're gonna and that one's set to be slated in June. So okay. I'm doing all my my shooting this summer, like back to back. So it's gonna be a busy summer for me. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> but um oh and um there's gonna be some surprises in the true crime one. I wanted to mention it because um I really wanna like start putting the word out and um so that way when it starts surfacing you guys were like you know up on it and stuff and um and um and just basically like um looking to um i don't know um i don't know like kind of lean into like this is going to include some some old screen queens like i've already been talking to some people i've i've actually already cat the funny thing is that the film's the script's not done yet but i've already cast okay. it like a, a couple of the roles in the film. So I already have the serial killer. It looks just like him, by the way. And then I have a younger version of him that looks just like him. <laughs> oh, creepy. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah, it's really creepy stuff. I, I can't wait Yikes. for you guys. Are you so guys is it, is it like a dramatization completely redone the story? Or is it like a, a mixture of, you know, real people that were there and dramatization stuff? Well... And what's it's the title? It's not a documentary. Okay. Um, okay. So it it would be more like okay, I guess uh, you could say it would be more kind of like um, how uh, what's it? 
Reynolds, uh, who was the guy that did the um, the Dahmer. So like he showed the perspective of both. So it's gonna be kind of like a reenactment, kind of like like a okay. docudrama. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> not as I much. You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful what you say too. So reenactment documentary. What, what's what's the? What's no, it's the not a documentary. It's it's okay. kind of like um, it's gonna be reenactments, obviously, yeah. of the actual crimes. You know, the dramatization of the actual yeah, yeah. crimes. Okay. And you know, and you'll get to know. I mean, you'll see the serial killer. <laughs> Can't tell you too much. Okay, but, that's cool. But that's as cool. it's already, as we're already starting to get into, you'll you'll definitely know more um, as we're like in you're further into the production. Okay, I love so those. you're you're gonna keep in touch with Brian then, and make sure we get all, all the Facebook groups and. Fuck, what else what else are, are we into, Brian, besides Facebook? Oh, uh, what tell what's the name of it? What should, we, what should we look out for? Huh? What's the name of it? What should we look out for? Okay, so I can't tell you the name because nope. the name Phil asking those, all those questions, Brian. Name, yeah, these are all these like hidden goodies. But the okay. reason why I can't tell you the name of it because it's actually named after him. <clears throat> oh, yes. Okay. Understood. And I don't want to give away who the person is. Absolutely. I mean, Look, yeah. I, we'll we'll put it out when you send us the info. Yes, yeah, yeah. Send me all the send me all the info and the links, and uh, I'll get the it posted. Fuck? This is like a real mind, a mind like this is gonna blow your mind. I promise you, which is why this um. So I was gonna do the special effects makeup myself. You know, I do effects work, I do prosthetics and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, you've told us about that before. Right, but like there's things in this. Um, like the way he kills his victims and stuff. Mm-hmm. I needed, um, I needed like guidance. So I I reached out to okay. a lot of like I would say about ten of the biggest makeup artists in Hollywood, right? That mm-hmm. I know personally, like you know that I've sure, talked sure. to in the past or whatever. And and the funny thing is that I would say almost every one of them was perplexed on how to execute this particular effect that I want. And they mm-hmm. were like, "Are you kidding me?" Like some of them to the point like. Like um, uh, Stewart, uh, the, the guy um that did um, he has uh bits and rubber um battle of bits and rubber. Like he um, are you familiar with that podcast? It's like a special effects makeup podcast. He interviews everybody from like Rick Baker or whatever. We'll uh, we'll look for that. We'll look for that because we do a podcast spotlight every week, so we'll sh- we'll give him a shout totally. out. Totally, sure. yeah, and he's he's great. He's work. If you could. I could probably even connect you if you ever want him on the show. He's worked on, he's from the UK and he's worked on everything from like, I believe like he worked on Blade 2, like he did the effects on mm-hmm. that. I believe he did something on Bram Stoker's Dracula. Like oh, he's wow. Worked on a lot of, okay. Yeah, he's worked on a lot. I'm talking about these are really like big, big, like special effects makeup artists. But, yeah, and it, he was the most perplexed because he was like, I could see why you would reach out to me because I know that <laughs> as well. Right. But then he was like, he was like, let me know how you find out. And I mean, I went through different avenues. I even went through forensics labs where they like, you know, where they custom make masks for like CIA agents and all kind of shit. I mean, like I have really been doing a lot of crazy research. Custom. On this. Wait, hang on. Custom make masks for <laughs> CIA, like fucking Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, um, like, uh, you know, the like, <laughs> like the CIA, FBI. <laughs> You've seen um, Mission Impossible, right? When everybody's yeah. holding up their faces. Yeah. Right, right. That's so they, So, you know, there's sometimes it's, you know, it's a little bit of special effects makeup, but sometimes it's actually forensic 
people that do these projects, you know? Um, That's fucking wild. That blew my mind. (laughs) This is very cool. That's something new every day. This is going to be a first, like there's something that I'm doing in this film that has never been done. Um, And it's kind of creepy, but I'll tell you once I do it. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. But it has to do with the victims. And that's what what's so perplexing about this whole thing. And that's why some some of the effects makeup artists were just like, I don't like you got me on this. And some of them tried to take a shot. And then eventually it went down the pipeline and somebody got in touch with me and was like, hey, such and such told me, you know, to reach out to you. And when I told him everything, he was like, who is this guy? And I was like, I don't really want to tell you. He's like, I want to work on this film. And I was like, you do? Okay, this is the guy. He was like, fuck out of I mean, it yeah. blew him. It blew his mind. So, <laughs> so yeah, so I'm like, hey, he, if he's interested in it, that that alone is, you know, is exciting for me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm totally down with this. So it's all depending on how big the budget is. And okay, it might come down to me just doing the work, but it's all good. It's going to be done either way. Yeah. yeah. Any um any acting from you in any of these projects? Um no, not in these two. But okay. there is a there's a I'm doing a concept uh, proof of concept film. It's gonna be like a short um mm-hmm. one I could talk is uh, well okay. So I have mentioned the uh you know the the holiday one right yeah mm-hmm. so that one I'm actually gonna be in. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> you give me a, the first I victim. I was either saying that I even knew what I'm about to do. It's like, oh my god! Like I, I still have to kind of mentally brace myself for that, and I'm like trying to That'd figure out how I'm gonna do certain things without being like, but then get on camera. Oh because, shit! <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a because it's um you know um it's a woman that's being tortured, you know. So, um, but not tortured like i guess how you would think i know i i speak in riddles <laughs> wow yeah i don't know what that means but i'm okay with it's not what you're thinking phil this, okay this is a horror movie that's about human trafficking but with a twist yeah okay, oh, okay. Huh. yeah with a you know a horror element to it and i'll just yeah right. so, and, so not and fun I torture feel like one of the roles is just you know, I'm. I I was thinking. You know what? I might be able to pull that off. But maybe I should. Maybe I should. I don't really want to show my legs on camera, though. Like, you know, it's that kind of. Thing. Oh come on! <laughs> I'm the one always behind the camera. I'm a, right. Know. It's a different world, isn't it? You get it the is. body double. You know, you in know there. how to act. You know. No. I have acted, but you know. So it's it's a first for me, but you know. Um, sorry. Hold on for a second. I'm trying to. Uh, Sorry, oh, someone's cool. calling me, and I thought I turned this off. Okay. Uh, it happens. All right, hold on. Okay, sorry, got that out the way. I'm back. Okay, <laughs> sorry about that, guys. No but yeah, so there's some good stuff coming for me this this, and you'll you'll be learning about one of them this week anyway. So I'm I'm funding for. I might as well tell you the name. It's called New Year Nightmare, yeah. and um, like I said, it's 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 a horror story. Um. That about you know um, how these girls get into a situation that kind of involves like human trafficking and um, but there is definitely a horror element to it. So kind of original. Sounds like a very original idea. Yeah. I'm the original OG baby. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I try. I try. But this is a short film that I'm I'm making because we actually have interest for a feature, but I guess they want to see if. If I know what I could do, so I'm gonna be mm-hmm. um, yeah gonna be launching this crowdfunder this week, 
And um, okay, we'll put it out there. Thanks. And then yeah, and as soon as um you know that film should be done, um hopefully it should be out by the end of this year, and then hopefully I'll be able to solicit the funds to make the feature because I actually. I'm going to like private investor route for the feature film, but I am doing a crowdfunding round for the short. So cool. Yeah. All right. Well, look. Um, appreciate all the, all the knowledge. We'll put the links up. Um, before you, you check out, we're gonna, you know, of course, ask where everybody can find you. But uh, you know what we do around here first, uh, Cindy? It's a little thing called Cool of the Week. Yes, I'm waiting for so, it. <laughs> what is yours? New Year's Evil, or what's your what's your Cool of the Week? <laughs> you're funny okay <laughs> no actually i would have to say my cool of the week was cocaine bear i went to see it <laughs> okay. yeah I, I i seen it this week it was it was good um i enjoyed it you you, you heard that lance I, I heard it oh i heard it <laughs> you know and it was unexpected because in the beginning i'm like i was like at the theater yeah. and i was i mean i really thought that it was gonna be like this like like action-packed hilarious film from beginning to end and in the beginning i wasn't really <laughs> laughing i was just like okay this is like not <laughs> funny and you know but slowly but surely as the film works you know as you work into the film i mean there was really funny moments in this and it you know it was good it was a they a very well put together film different characters um and just just like a, a hilariously wild ride with a cocaine bear <laughs> but yeah yeah yes. that was a cast in that one yeah it was good have you guys seen it yeah 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 we reviewed lance, it. lance didn't like it oh lance didn't like it I did, yeah i didn't care i didn't care for it <laughs> <laughs> i needed a little bit more little. cocaine bear you you was waiting for more right it was kind of like it wasn't what i expected like i expected yeah, something right. a little more funnier but but I did, I did enjoy, you know, some of the parts, and it was kind of funny. And I like, I do like some of the kills too. I must admit, some of the kills were funny. Yeah, that, no doubt about that. There was a great a sequence that I'd almost give a ten on ten. But one sequence is not a movie make, Brian. Right. In order to cocaine <laughs> off the leg. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was like one of the best kills, actually. <laughs> That was actually one of the best kills in the film. Yeah. And I love that, like, uh, that state trooper lady. She was yeah. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> the paramedics. He's a he's a comic. What's his name? T.J. Miller. Um, I believe his name is the paramedic. Was that was that T.J. Miller? Was that him? <laughs> I think no. that's yeah, the IKEA guy, right? The guy that um talks about like he does like his stand up about IKEA. He's like a a comedian. That's him. Uh, he was the paramedic guy. He played the paramedic. Okay. I was mad because yeah, we I were trying to figure out who everybody was in it. <laughs> it oh, like... I, I could run down the. I, I see that one. I could I could have sat in and just chatted with you about cocaine. <laughs> right. <laughs> that one was good. But yeah, so that's my cool of the week. Definitely. Nice. Oh, and I'll say you're in the you're in the majority. You're in the majority for sure. And my event cool of the week was a, yeah. a Funko Pop Con today. I, I went. And oh, I met cool. The, uh, I met the lady that does the voice for Ash Ketchum Pokemon. Oh, okay. I know it's unhorror related, but everything I bought at this event was horror. So I got me uh, a zombie, uh, Captain America, big Funko Pop. I got some really good deals. I got some old ass toys from like the 80s, like Freddy Krueger and Predator. I got some good shit. So uh, I'm happy. Nice. Yeah, I'm happy with my my little my little toy grab. But yeah, thank you, you so need much, to, guys. This you need so to. Fun. 
You need to talk to you need to talk to Nez about about that. He's he's getting into Funko Pops a little bit more thanks to Theo, I think. Uh, what what's his collection up to now, Brian? Do you know? Um, whatever whatever fills his house. <laughs> so. Oh, he sounds like my my best friend is like that. He can't stop buying. Ooh, yeah, I'm it happens. <laughs> All right, More black Christmas paraphernalia. <laughs> 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 All right, you gonna you gonna stick around, Cindy, or uh, you get? I know you got a lot going on. So it's yeah, up to I got I gotta make moves. I love you guys so much. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Thank you. Tell but, everybody um, where they can find you. Yeah. Oh, um, yes, I dropped all my links to Lance earlier, but I'll just let you know that I'm on IG. Um, and now there's more links. I'm sorry. Um, so I have Hara Able Doc, which promotes the um on IG. I have um. Women of Color and Hara One, and Hara Tour Guide, and um, that's on IG. And then on Facebook, I'm um, the Hara Tour Guide, Women of Color and Hara, and Hara Able. Okay. And Bloodstained Films. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the list goes I, on. Yeah, IG and Facebook <laughs> is is where you'll find the most of our juiciness, and then of okay. course you can follow us on HaraTourGuide.com and Women of Color and Hara.com. I may be making a website for the crime, the true crime film, but that's up in the air as of yet. Okay. I'll, I'll know more by by next month once the script is done and everything like that. But yeah, I will definitely keep you guys posted on that. If anybody's in Florida and wants to do a cameo in the film, let me know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Holler, holler. Except You'll be in the true Never know. We, yeah. we might find ourselves in Florida one day. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we'll do a horror returns film. Oh my god, how cool is that? Yes. Long as uh, long as long as you can get cocaine bear there, we're good. Okay, you got it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have We're gonna need a budget because we've already got a cast. Oh perfect. Okay. <laughs> you got your dream cast already for this film? Yeah, we talked about it a couple episodes ago. <laughs> yes. Somebody somebody made us a poster. Uh I'll I'll share it in the, the Totally, I want to yeah. see it. Oh, my God. oh, you know about the crack hole now, right? And the meth gator. You guys heard about those? Yeah, things. I've heard the that. What? Yeah. <laughs> There's crack hole, and I do know the filmmaker that's <laughs> making it. But I forgot his name. Oh yeah, promoting it on his. Uh, and I just grabbed the poster and just promoted it in my group. I was like, what the fuck, <laughs> you know? And then the um, okay, so it was cocaine bear, crack hole, crack hole. <laughs> Look at this shit up right now. I heard about the meth gator. Yeah, Crackoon is the latest out of the the drug animals, uh, you know, compilation saga, whatever the saga continues. And here's the funny thing: I had written a film about. I mean, I had written a script about a animal, but and in the in the film he does drugs, but he's not a drug addict. It, like it's not about an animal that does drugs. It's just about an animal that's like a humanoid. It's a it's a horror comedy. And I did it for Lloyd because he keeps bothering me about making a, a script. He was like, Cindy, when are you going to write a script for me for Trauma? So I think that I'm I'm actually going to do it, but I'm waiting for this wave of crack animals to just <laughs> Yeah. So it doesn't look like I'm copying. Well, so I could wait probably about another year or two, but then I'll be embarking on that one. And that right. one you guys are going to like. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Take yeah, care. Yeah, appreciate Thank it. You see the best. See you we'll later. Be looking out for it. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. All right. Guys. Take care. Bye. And I don't. Uh, I don't know who's going to go next after that. <laughs> we got a problem. Well, 
I, I'll, I'll jump in with the story because, uh, well, not much of a story. I have a chocolate lab that definitely ate some drugs at some point. No. <laughs> I don't know what he ate. He got into somebody's trash and he came back wobbling all over the fucking place until he puked and then he was fine. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. We didn't have a cocaine bear incident, did we? No, 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 no. Okay. He, he was pretty cool. He's our special dog. He's like... He's like cocaine bear normally, and then when he ate the drugs, he chilled out a little bit. So uh, it's ah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, but my my cool of the week is uh, not exactly horror related, but uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, uh, classic. Had to show the kiddos some Mel Brooks stuff, man. You know, Dave Chappelle as a chew. Yes, my I, and my favorite line in that movie. I don't know why, but it sticks with me. Is when he's like, "Hey, Blinken," and he's like, "Did you say a Blinken?" <laughs> he's like, "No, I didn't say a Blinken. I said hey Blinken." <laughs> and it's right before the big guy yes. falls in the creek and is like, "Ah, help, help! I can't swim. I'm drowning." Right. <laughs> it's a. Have, have you uh, have you guys checked out any of the history of the world part two yet? No, I, I've been waiting to see yeah. or hear anybody say something about it because I haven't heard it. it just, okay, it just seems like a project that was done way too far after the original. Yeah, it's like uh, there's no winning well, in this situation. I don't know why you would do that. It worked. It worked for <laughs> Ghostbusters. You know? Well, yeah, but Mel Brooks, uh, he he came Happy out and said you can't ten times. He, you can't do comedy like you used to do back in the day. So ah, okay, well. I don't know how much he was really involved in the project. Yeah. Bill Brooks has got to also be like 107 years old, right? He's up there. (laughs) I I was surprised to learn that he wasn't dead yet, to be honest. I mean, no disrespect. No, I just, love Mel Brooks. It is what it is. Yeah. But I was like, holy shit, he's still alive. Yeah. At least you do get that feeling when he pops up in the trailer for the movie. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit, it's Mel Brooks. <laughs> it's been he's a while. Up, he's up and around. All right. Uh, Brian? I got, I got like four movies, so if you want to go. I'll, I'll throw mine out there real quick because I haven't been watching a whole lot of movies this week. But um, I, I got I got into a book. It's pro- Maybe it's better if I describe uh, this book to you based on what the Amazon review says. This is called... The Elegant Universe, written by Brian Greene, nonfiction book. Have you guys heard of it? Brian Greene, the guy from 90210? No, the physicist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is called The Elegant Universe, Super Strings, Hidden Dimensions, and the Quest for the Ultimate Theory. Fuck yeah. So, yeah, this is some heavy fucking reading, guys. But... What's so cool about it is he kind of takes you through the history of modern science, like starts off with uh, Isaac Newton discovering gravity with the the famous apple falling from the tree. And then he takes you through uh, Einstein's theory of relativity and, you know, how scientists build on the works of prior scientists and stuff like that. And now we're getting really now we're starting to to dive deep into like uh, nanotechnology, subatomic particles like. At one time, like, I don't know about you guys, but when I was in, like, grade school, they thought the atom and the the parts in the atom, the proton, neutron, and the electron were, like, the smallest thing. Obviously not so. There's, like, entire universes inside each of those. And then I'm sure inside each of those, there's entire universes. And I would imagine it it, it going the other direction, it works the same way. 
So I, I, I don't know, man. It, it, this stuff fascinates me. This string yeah. theory fascinates me. Quant, quantum physics, I, I don't understand it, but I at least want to, you know, read about it and try to wrap my head around it. So I'll just just go watch Quantum Mania. Uh, that's everything. you know what. I will have this book finished by the time it comes to Disney Plus, which is where <laughs> I'm going to be watching. I think it's supposed to be out in about two weeks, isn't it? Yeah, I think they. Oh, really? They, they said the. The theatrical to streaming windows of, I think they said 45 days now. Yeah, I think that Wakanda Forever, they, they gave it a little bit longer because it had some. I think, I think unless it's something like Avatar, which is making sure, millions sure. of dollars, they'll keep it longer. But Ant Man was quite the flop in the theater. So. Well, that's too bad, man. Especially, um, especially since we got a whole new batch of disney i heard too that they were going to cut back on the content like on disney plus and stuff like yeah, that to I, save I, money i think they realize less is more so we don't need like Makes five sense. marvel movies and seven marvel tv shows a year also true. yeah i think that's fair enough you know don't so don't, I, don't kill us don't don't walking dead us right so hopefully right. with some original con- shit hopefully yeah. with the less content they'll put more focus in on whatever the upcoming thing is instead of the upcoming five projects. Mm-hmm. Just, I, I'm just excited. We've got another super villain finally on the way. So uh, it's been a long, I mean, ever, ever since Thanos, nobody's really been that intimidating. Wouldn't you guys agree? I mean, compared to Thanos and it kind of looks like our, our new villain here is going to be, is going to be right up there. So I'm kind of so? looking forward to, well, that, to that arc. From what I'm hearing there, they're according to the Loki show there, there is, a lot of him, so. All right. Well, just here we just go. give me just give me Doctor Doom. That's all I wanted was a, oh. a, a good Doctor yes. Doom, not the Fantastic Four movies that came well, out. Well, yeah. you're gonna have Doctor Doom. You're gonna have to have the Fantastic Four. Well, but I think he means a good Fantastic Four, not that yeah. fucking tripe we've gotten up to this point. Well, which means they're gonna have to try that one again. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. So uh, anyway, Brian, you got more stuff? Yeah, I got. Uh, I've been sick the last couple of days, so I didn't. Bef- actually, it was kind of a little bit of a blessing because I didn't have nothing for cool the week. So when oh, I got man. sick, I was kind of in bed, so that gave me time to to watch some stuff. Let's we'll start with my not cool of the week. Uh oh. 2023's house party. <laughs> oh no! I heard nothing good. I've heard nothing good. Now it it's it's not badly made. It's okay. not badly acted. It okay. just does the one thing a comedy cannot do, and that's not be funny. Oh, it's no. just not funny. It's and it's not like a like a age thing for me either. Like I, I get all the references, right. I get all the cameos. It's just not funny. And then they redo scenes from the original movie. Oh no! And it it doesn't hit the same like they do the dance right. routine from the original house party, and it's just you're trying to redo the same thing beat for beat, and it's just not yeah. hitting the same. And then uh, they had this whole because the the plot of the movie basically these two guys they work for a cleaning company, they of course they need to make money, so insert blank idea for whatever you can put in any reason why they needed to make money, and it doesn't matter. But they need to make right, money. So. They find out the house they're cleaning is LeBron James's house, so they, right. they figure they have the keys. So 
Oh boy! A party here. We plus they they have that his, sounds like a fantastic not end up in jail at the end of the night idea. Exactly. I mean, they have his contact book, so they have right. all his famous contacts. Oh, you think no. this would just be a hilarious comedy? I think what they missed the mark. They should have. This should have been like a raunchy comedy. Yes. Yeah. Like oh, no, it was really light, huh? It was. I don't. I don't even know what it was rated. It might have been PG thirteen. Okay. So so don't so don't expect it to be followed up by a remake of the Pajama Jam. No. Okay. And, gotcha. and just anybody who even knows what the words house party means is way right. older than thirteen. And just things <laughs> they could have they could have played with like at the end when LeBron comes and he catches everybody there. The right. guys like don't call the police. I, I challenge you one on one in basketball. Oh no. <laughs> now you think. The guy would be able to take LeBron and it would be funny that this little uh-huh. guy is just kind of schooling LeBron. But no, it's, it's right. just basically LeBron blocks his first shot and is just. It's over. Yeah. It, it was probably written that way originally in the script and LeBron was like, no, uh, I'm not doing that. Yeah. He, no. he, he is a producer on it. So, <laughs> so after that, I, I went to Shudder. I checked out a couple movies. I went to the screen box, checked out one. Uh, the screen box one is a movie called Signal 100. It's a Japanese oh, movie. Okay. Uh, very in line with the Battle Royale. It okay. sets, uh, takes place in a high school. Okay. And these kids get uh, this group of, it's a whole class full of kids. They get hypnotized <laughs> into committing suicide. Oh my and God. basically, there's 100 signals that sets it off. Basically, if you talk back to the teacher or if you try to commit violence on somebody, it'll set off a signal and okay. the, the kid will kill themselves. Uh-huh. And it just reminded me of Battle Royale because eventually you got the, some group of kids trying to figure out because they only get half the signals. They have to figure out the other 50. Mm-hmm. Then you got the other, you got a group of kids that's trying to coerce students into doing these signals to kill themselves because the the lone survivor at the end gets to live. Hmm. So it's kind of like kids going after kids, and it's it's different than Battle Royale because they can't run up and kill the other kid. Mm-hmm. You have to get them to okay. do something, one of the signals. So not so. quite like Hunger Games either then. Yeah. Okay. So not, a lot not, of good sounds kind of interesting lately. Yeah, yeah, it um, sounds interesting. There is a couple of CGI deaths that are really, really bad. <laughs> really CGI-ish. But I think the concept is good enough, uh, is worth uh, okay. enough for ch- uh, someone to check it out. So cool. Screen that one's on Screenbox. Uh, Shutter. Uh, what was the next one? This one you can skip. Uh, Neil Marshall's The Lair. The Lair. Yeah, Neil Marshall hasn't done much lately, has he? No, whatever. I can't even remember that one we did that we didn't really care for. Remember The Witch or whatever? Yeah, this one's (laughs) not a good follow-up either. Yeah, Uh, British pilot, she gets shot down in Afghanistan. She uncovers, like, she's running from, like, the Taliban or something. She finds, like... (laughs) Oh, I watched that! Where she finds the bunker. That says, like, Phillips Cup Yes. Yeah, she finds the bunk- bunker and there's like a creature in there, and then oh, she gets no. picked up by American-ish soldiers. Yeah. I don't know if they're what? American because a lot <laughs> of them was, have accents. That's probably Phillips' platoon. <laughs> and 
she's trying to warn them that there's a creature that got awoken in the in the bunker because she it, yeah. it's it looks like an old Russian test facility that they yeah. were doing experiments and of course nobody listens and they get attacked by the creatures and it's it's not it sounds like it would be awesome but it was kind yeah. of boring. So yeah, like, like it had a cool premise and setup. I I remember watching that. I cannot tell you how it ended. Yeah. I don't remember that part. Oh, that's but. not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the setup to it seemed to be pretty cool. It was just it was super fucking cheesy. Yeah, and the the main girl from the previous Neil Marshall movie, Lance. Yes, is yes. the British pilot, and I don't okay. quite buy her as an action star. Yeah, oh, that's not good. It was like there was a point in time where they were showing her and I was wondering if it was like I was like, is this a CGI movie like Love, Death and Robots? Really? Yeah, there was, there was pony, some. Huh? It was something weird going on. Like I, yeah. I thought it was going to be Candy cool. Valley. I thought it was going to be cool because at first uh, the creatures seemed practical, like okay. guys, it's, you know, makeup and suits yeah. and stuff. But then there there would be these effects because I'm I'm not going to tell you what because I don't even understand what they were trying to do to people. But there was these yeah. effects that were really bad CGI. Yeah, yeah, those. Oh, yeah, that's a I shame. know. What you're <laughs> and I and I feel I know what you're talking about. There was some camera shots that I'm just like, is this real? Is this really happening, or right. is this like an animated sequence going on? Mm-hmm. It was weird. Clearly, that <laughs> military base wasn't really in the desert. Well, when, yeah. they, when they did the far <laughs> shots. Um, but I guess my cool of the week will be uh, another Shutter film called uh, Spoonful of Sugar. Ah, oh, okay. This one I've actually heard of. Uh, take a dysfunction, dysfunctional family that hires a babysitter that clearly has some issues and add not a little bit, but a lot of LSD in there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very interesting okay. movie. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. That one's on Shutter. Spoonful of Sugar. All right, it's on the list for sure. Is that a 2023 movie? Uh, I think it came out this year. Uh, okay. Neither came close, out at the very enough. end of last year or early this year. All right, we we can we can count it toward our 20, 2023 watches, right? Yeah. So if uh, if you're on Shutter, watch Spoonful of Sugar. Okay. Skip the layer, Neil Marshall. Right. You're better than that. <laughs> yeah, that's not, not lately. <laughs> no. All right. Well, that uh, that brings us to horror headlines. Brought to you by Brian. Take it away, man. Okay. There was some headlines I posted today. Uh, talked a lot about Eli Ross Thanksgiving movie. It's officially yes. begun filming. So hopefully we'll have a decent Thanksgiving horror movie this year. Not not many comments. <laughs> not a lot of hope, but we'll see. Uh, Knock at the Cabin is coming to Peacock streaming on March 24th. So if anybody hasn't gotten a chance to watch it and you have Peacock, which makes sense because uh, I believe sure. they're owned by the people that don't like us playing music. Ah, and <laughs> we'll keep it at that. Well, you keep going up the ladder and like all of media is owned by like two people. So Yeah, yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> the two guys the two guys that are sitting up watching the Muppet show right in the in the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll soon start getting emails with the the Mickey Mouse ears at the very top of the email. <laughs> Neither that or an apple. 
<laughs> Tell of course. Us to stop doing something. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, it follows filmmaker uh, David Robert Mitchell. He's making uh, as of yet untitled mystery film with Anne Hathaway that has dinosaurs in it. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sixty-five part two already, or what? I has still want anything other than it follows. He did a film with uh, Andrew Garfield that I have not seen. I forgot what it's called. I think it was one of those. Was it the Broadway? Elevated her. No, it was like an elevated horror movie. I think. Oh. What? I don't know what that is. Somebody's yelling it right now. Yeah, but, somebody's yelling it, and I'm good. Yeah, y'all go ahead. <laughs> we, we can't hear you when you guys yell. Yes, we can. Keep yelling. Oh, I probably should have started <laughs> off with this in the very beginning. Uh, we lost another great actor, uh, Lance Reddick, passed no. away at the age of sixty. Yeah, yep. at the age of sixty. Yeah, yeah. way too, Jesus way too young, Christ, man. That's mm-hmm. too early. Yeah, um, they, they, I don't think they released the cause of death, but I think they're saying it was just natural causes. Okay. Dying natural causes at 60? I mean, I don't know, because I, mean, I, I follow him on uh, Instagram, and that guy really seemed to enjoy life, uh, his family, mm-hmm. and he has a lot of dogs, and he loves his dogs, and posts like every day with his dogs, so it's just kind of like, you know... Getting ready to for the upcoming John Wick film because I'm just hearing nothing sure, but amazing sure. things about it. Like the the reviews are coming out. It's like they're saying it's like the best in the franchise. Well, it's three hours long. I know that. Yeah. I had to buy an early ticket. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> the the uh, like it's like at like a ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Okay. Well, yeah, they're just uh, and these. I don't know if these reviews are just really trying to hype it up, saying it's like the best, not only the best in the franchise, but the, the best action movie and one of the best action movies in the past five years. Oh, I don't have to do a lot to get better than John Wick too. Yeah, this is strong, man. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you got Donnie Yen in there. Uh, yeah, well, I'm I'm interested to see uh, Pennywise what he's gonna do as the villain. Because well, I never pictured him as the villain of a John Wick movie. Well, you'll you'll we'll get to see it in living color in a yeah. uh, in a week. Get killed quick. <laughs> but uh, rest in peace, uh, Lance Reddick. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Let's see. Uh, Guillermo del Toro is doing a Frankenstein movie for Netflix. Is, is it going to be ant, ant stop motion like the? Pinocchio? I think it's live action, from what I okay. understand, and. With Jeff Daniel Phillips as the one. It stars somebody you were just Googling, Lance. David Andrew, uh-huh. Andrew Garfield. Uh. Oh, and that <laughs> Andrew Garfield was, is Frankenstein? Mia that Goth. Maybe, that maybe oh. was called Under the Silver Lake. And Oscar Lake, Isaac. Right? Uh, Under the Silver Lake, sorry. Okay. That was a good movie. Yeah. Um, so Oscar Isaac. Frankenstein movie done by Guillermo del Toro with huh. Andrew Garfield, Mia Goth, and Oscar Isaac. Okay. Dude, sounds like you can't go wrong with that cast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> better than Jeff Daniel Phillips and Sherry Sherry Moonsaki. You like that movie? Although I did watch Thirty One again. Oh, I love Thirty One. I did like the Monsters, man. It was fun. I was about to say, I, don't cover up the Monsters. You know what? Thirty One can almost be my cool of the week because I rewatched that the other night. That is a fun movie, but 
It's all Richard Brake, man. It, yeah, oh, yeah. It's all Since you just Brake. recently watched it, I watched it not uh-huh. too long ago. Uh-huh. Does it take place on Halloween? Yes, definitely. Yeah, they make it real obvious that it's Halloween. And apparently they do it every year. <clears throat> Why is there some, is there like an inconsistency you notice? I think there was, and I was just it's like <laughs> something happened. I was just like, well, so what fucking days is this happening? You saw Fourth of July fireworks in the background when they were. Out. Are we liking now? Are we in November now? What's going on? <clears throat> uh, let's see. Do you? I'm sure you guys are familiar with the Faces of Death movie back oh, yes. in the day. <clears throat> well, they're trying to turn them into actual movie. What? Yeah. For the plot? Yes. Wait. I I don't know that I ever watched it. Was it real? I watched all of them. They I, I were think... pawned off as real deaths, but then it <laughs> later was revealed that it was actors doing... Reenactment. Yeah. <laughs> real things. Okay. And, of course, they had the chill monkey brain scene, remember, where they had yeah, the, everybody would like, hit the monkey's oh, head with a hammer? That, that's yeah. where they would get you, because I think some of the animal stuff was real, and then there was, right. like, real autopsy footage. Sure. But, like, the actual, like, guy on safari gets attacked by lion was not really <laughs> happening. I think, Brian, I think the most infamous one was the dude that parachuted into the alligator farm. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they 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 debunked that one pretty quickly. Oops, missed. Well, they're turning it. I don't know what the plot's going to be, but so far they got uh, starring in the movie is Doc Ray Montgomery. He played Billy okay. in Stranger Things. Okay. And Barbie Ferreira. I know she was in the land. Or Philip, you've seen Euphoria, right? Yeah. Uh. Well, a few episodes. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the bigger girl, the kind of that was doing the the webcam stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, her and uh, Billy from Stranger Things are going to be the the main leads mm-hmm. in it. So, okay. I was t- don't don't know <laughs> what it's going to be about. But thought you were going to say Dave Chappelle for a minute. I thought for, surely this is going to be a comedy. Dave Chappelle doesn't have to do anything right now. Just roll around in his money. Yeah, Keep all those stand-up specials, man. Just fucking cement your legacy as the best stand-up comic of all time. But hey, boy did boy did Chris Wright make an ass out of Will Smith. That was a pretty good one. <laughs> uh, I mentioned that as cool of the week. I don't know. I kind of felt a certain way about it. Did you? I kind of felt like. Did he why? go too far? No. Just kind okay. of like if it was, I mean, if me personally, I don't, I don't have a stand-up career to make money off of. I, I would have said okay. something when it happened. Right. Well, but if he had a joke that he was using and like had a year to hone that in, mm-hmm. I feel like it should have been funnier at the end and probably a little more sticking the knife in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Because fuck Will Smith. That's why. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> hey, he fucked up. He did fuck I'm not, up. I'm not he gonna did. say it's I'm really not, gonna, not his fault. It's I'm not gonna wife. say fuck Will Smith, but yeah. fuck fuck his wife. Yeah. Yes. Oh absolutely. shit. <laughs> Everybody it's... else has ching ching. Aha. That's that's really where it came from. Will Smith oh. got twisted by Jada Pinkett. 
I've seen so many interviews. This is not like the Will Smith podcast, but I've seen so many interviews where I kind of felt like not only her, but like his kids. I, I'm like, does your family like, like you? Yeah. Uh-oh. I'm just. Yeah. They're all fucking kid, weird, man. Your kids are grown now. Let them go do whatever the fuck. Divorce your wife. Yeah. Restart your career. I, I feel I heard bad for the guy. I heard he's supposed to be doing uh another bad boys movie that that's where you can yeah, re jumpstart your career right there. Just put out yeah. like a badass funny action movie. With Mark Lawrence. Yeah. Listen, as much as I was totally opposed to what happened that night, I would absolutely go watch another Will Smith. Movie. Oh, oh I, like I need him to have some would. sort of redemption because yeah, who doesn't love Will Smith? Yeah. I mean, and I'm kind of with you, Phil. I, I don't condone what he did, but uh, at the same time, I'm just like, a man only gets pushed so far. He only has to hear so much shit before he snaps. Yes, Just, that wasn't Chris Rock's fault. I, but he was the. It, that could have been any other comedian up there. Yeah. he would have got slapped. I know, but Chris Rock <laughs> could have been number one. Don't go slap one of the greatest stand-up comics of all time and not expect some sort of retribution. You had that shit coming. Something tells me if it was if it was the rock up there that said it, there wouldn't have been a slap. I would have I would have respected Will Smith if he slapped the rock. But the rock's right. The, the rock's too, he's too clean cut to be talking about someone's wife anyway. True, true. That guy that guy knows what business he's in. So yeah. Um, last we well we got off the rails. Um, <laughs> last news story I'm gonna talk about. Chris Rock uh, got his day, man. I'm happy about that. Yeah. All right, keep on. <laughs> uh, last news story is not a big surprise after the success of Smile. Parker Finn has signed a first look deal with Paramount Pictures, and of course, what's the first project? Smile, Smile Two. Is that the name of it? Smile Two. Uh, right now. Okay. Working title. Yeah. Working title. Working title. Which, um, a little congratulations more to him. You know, he's this whole smile thing started off a short film that grew oh, into yeah, a that's right. interesting that's right. movie. So, congrats to him. Just hope he's not a one-hit wonder. Yeah, we're going to find out. And that's the news. All right. Trailer park time, Philip. Let's take a little trip. All right. <laughs> the big, <laughs> the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Brian, what do we got? Uh, give me one second, because I forgot what trailers I sent you guys. <laughs> Man, I, I'll watch them. <laughs> no, I already watched them. I promise. <laughs> uh, the first one is called The Tank. The Tank? Right. Let's hope it doesn't tank, right? Let's see. Uh, 2023 horror thriller after a mysterious inheritance. In, after a mysteriously inheriting an abandoned coastal property, Ben and his family accidentally unleash an ancient, long, dormant creature. Oh, yeah. That's this, what that is. Okay. This stars Lucian Buchman, Matt Whalen. No disrespect, <laughs> but I don't know any of the other people. I'm trying to cut this short. Directed and written by Scott Walker. Uh, I'll go first. I'm kind of in on this. I love a yeah. good creature feature. I like the mystery of 
Um, I hope there's uh, I hope there's mystery to why where this inheritance came from. Sure, oh, not, sure. Only, not only a mystery of that, but the mystery of what's in this little bunker thing, this tank. Mm-hmm. Well, because what we get from the trailer is like they they somebody dies, they inherit this coastal property, and there's some kind of water tank with something. Yes, yeah, quite right? large piece of property too. Yeah. It would like, have to be. They, they seem to not really. They seem shocked that they've got even gotten this inheritance. So right. I I, I hope the, the the this and whatever the creature thing. I hope that's kind of linked. Yeah. Well, and so it implies in the trailer at least that they have already got an offer on this property before they start to investigate weird shit like climbing into the water tank. Well, that's what you do, right? <laughs> no. This mysterious... Well, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> deep, dark water tank that you can't okay. see and you climb into it one by one. Sure, why not? <laughs> when we moved into our house, I wasn't like, hey, what's this big-ass concrete cover? Well, I was, and they were like, that's a septic tank. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you didn't crawl in there. Huh? I, I wasn't like, I need to remove the lid and see what the fuck is in there. <laughs> you crawl in, hold, you, that's what you do. Like, new house, and mysterious crawlspace to the attic, you crawl up there with no flashlight. They they mm-hmm. went and checked out this property, already had an offer on it, and was like, well, let me climb into this deep, dank little hole and see what's going on. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Go. Spoilers. They might be doing the yeah. Justin Long barbarian thing. Oh, maybe. With the, with the Mis- tape measure. Misdirection. With the tape measure. Ah, okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> They're like, oh, we have a, we have this mysterious bunker. We can add this to Let's the. Let's see how right. how deep it goes. So I mean, maybe <laughs> the movie is different. Than That's that, a good one. But that seems to be like one. There was <sighs> there was a Denzel movie that fucking yeah. drove me crazy. It's uh, one of them where he. I, I know he's got like three of them where he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt the whole time, but it's one of those. Okay. Okay. And. It, it was I got, like I got one in my head right now. A right. situation I can't remember the name of it, but it was a situ and I can't remember exactly what happened. But I remember it was a situation where I was like, you know, if you just told this guy that thing, then the movie would be over. What are you doing? Is it <laughs> out of time? I think that's the one. Is that the one? Okay. <laughs> I uh, think it was the, out of time. That's the first one with a Hawaiian shirt that pops yeah. in my head. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 this sort of seems like this to me because that killed that whole concept killed the movie for sure. me. I was like, dude, you could stop this right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All you have to do is talk to this dude and tell him what happened. Right. Instead, here we are. And so this sort of yeah. seems like that kind of movie. And now that you're saying it, it might be that kind of movie. <laughs> I'm but... like, man, you made your own stupid bed, lie in it. <laughs> I just I hope for a really good mystery and an awesome looking creature. Yeah, hopefully. And is we'll it a sea this. creature or is it an alien? <laughs> I'm going sea creature because I feel like the trailer when they saw how big their property right. was, they 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 seemed to focus on the the shoreline. Yes, yeah. that might be misdirection though, you know. <laughs> or yeah. both. Who knows these days. Uh, April 25th. Okay. So not too far from now. 
And the last trailer we're going to talk about, uh, actually, I just found out it came out this weekend on VOD. Ah. And that's The Resurrection of Charles Manson, starring one Frank Grillo and directed by his son, <laughs> Remy Grillo. The Resurrection of Charles Manson by the U.S. <laughs> government. Ay, ay, ay. You know that's how we got there, right? Whew. No, let us know. Yeah, yeah, no, fill us in, man. I thought was, I thought he got blown away with a with with, with, with fire or something like that. <laughs> oh, that was one of his. Uh, oh, followers. His okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was uh, part of uh, MK Ultra. Hmm. Was like, he really? Yeah, they fucking dosed the shit out of him. No. Got him to go recruit other people to get dosed. <laughs> Which is how he got his entire following. Like he's Come got, on. He's oh, got, you're, you're fucking with us, no, dude. No, I'm not joking. Is that, is that how it started? Yeah. He's got connections to um, the guy that shot Oswald. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like he's got connections sure. to him, who was also involved in a lot of other MK Ultra stuff. It weird. gets fucking weird. The layers and layers and layers of That's weird. And then you involved the Beach Boys. Right, there was something with the Beach Boys in there somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> didn't he? Didn't he say they like stole some of his music or something? I think that's what he said, but I'm not too familiar with that. I haven't read the book. I just know okay. the album. <laughs> Chaos, though. <clears throat> Man. And uh, have you guys ever watched the Curse film series on Shutter when they talked about uh, Rosemary's Baby? I haven't. Yeah, I have. I haven't seen he's, seen that. He's con- stuff with him is connected with that movie too, and the really? people no. in the cast. Yeah, it's 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 insane. Huh. But the resurrection of Charles Manson. But yeah, he got like arrested like twenty three <laughs> times and ke- and kept getting let out. Like the government had tabs on this dude the entire time. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> uh, outside of the cast for this one, the only one I recognize is Jamie King. Oh, yes. We all know Jamie King. Um, this, yeah. The hot this, sister from Joe Dirt. That's right. <laughs> Joe Dirte. Excuse me, that's Dirte. Joe Dirte. <laughs> what are you guys thinking about this, this one? Y'all excited to see it? I, I wouldn't say excited, but I am interested. I want to see, if, is Frank Grillo the resurrection of Charles Manson? <laughs> is he trying to bring back the Manson family? He's got to be like the detective, unbelievable. <laughs> he always plays. Yeah, he always plays the detective. Well, right? I'm Come I'm on. thinking his son's directing. He yes. went to his dad saying, uh, "Can you do this for me?" And right. Frank was probably like, "They always make me play the good guy. Let me play uh, the bad guy." That's Baby. possible. Sure, Maybe. sure. And this is that's one of the kind of points I want to see this because you never really see Frank play anything outside of the bad guy. Okay. I, I could, I could see that. I could see He's like that. a, what was he in the purge? Like a secret service guy. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, warrior. He was a MMA coach slash mm-hmm. motivational speaker whenever the guy needed it. Right. And this one, he's playing possibly the resurrection of Charles Manson. Which to I, me, I like Frank. I like Frank Grillo, so I, I check I, it out to see him. I, I, I'll check it out for Frank Grillo. But if you could resurrect anyone in the world, isn't this like one of the worst ideas ever? 
of someone to fucking resurrect. I the, mean, the way the movie's what the playing, fuck are they thinking? The way the movie's playing in my mind is maybe when uh-huh. he was younger, he was like part of the family. Okay. And he kind of kept on with his beliefs or something, and <laughs> somehow he's formed some so new wait. family. <laughs> he finds his DNA or and clones him or what? I don't maybe think they're actually resurrecting Charles Manson. Well, maybe it's like an Antichrist scenario. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. He has to be re- re- resurrected like Jesus to interesting fulfill the prophecy or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> pretty pretty lame, dudes. <laughs> this I, I'm kind of buying Phillips. Uh, I kind of want to yeah. see that movie. <laughs> and then they got to stop the end of the world. Classic. <laughs> And I'm I'm interested to see what kind of a job his son does because I think this is his yeah. directorial debut and it it looks well, well made. So did uh did his son ever show up like in Kingdom or anything like that? Like has his son acted before? Or do you do you guys know? I'm looking it up because mm. I mean you know from one Grillo to another, right? <laughs> looks like the only thing he's been in is a short film. But he's worked as a cinematographer before on different huh. films. So okay, all right. Seems need, like he's done a lot of stuff behind the camera. I need gotcha. somebody to make like some grill cleaners or something called Grillo pads and get them to be the spokespeople for it. Oi! <laughs> I, I know that's a dumb joke. Yeah, like, I really want to. Have you, you haven't been to Frank Grillo's website. Huh? Oh man! You haven't been to Frank Grillo's website? No. Does he have Grillo pads? No, but he should. Oh man! <laughs> I wish he did. <laughs> I'd buy those in a second. <laughs> All right. The resurrection okay. of Charles Manson, Tough like I said, is out Aaron. right now. Sorry. All right. <laughs> headlines. Headlines. Not headlines. Not headlines. It's listener feedback. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, what what little bit I had time to gather. <laughs> it was it's been a busy week. I had a, a grandson and a nephew here all, all week, so well, that's forgive me. Thank you for setting me on the right path, Brian. Um, this week oh, we're gonna shine uh, the spot. I almost <laughs> misled you on the wrong path because we just did headlines. <laughs> yeah, but whatever, it clicked. Uh, we're gonna shine the podcast spotlight on the Let's Talk Horror Channel podcast. Uh, it explores everything that we love about horror. Uh, join me and BP, a lifelong fan of this incredible genre, as I talk about horror the only way I know how, honestly right. and passionately. Oh, come and join in and be a part of the community of fans in the uh, part of the best community of fans in the world. Uh, make sure you subscribe and follow all our accounts for updates and stay creepy. Yep, uh, he said thank you for including him in our spotlight, and you can find nice. him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, <coughs> yeah. and of course wherever you listen to your podcast. Let's talk horror. Okay, and uh, that's all we got for this week. Well, it'll return next week, but we did want to throw this one comment in. It was from uh, Tim Davis regarding regarding the March Madness episode. Um, he said, "Great episode, guys. The correct all film. right." So, yeah, he said the, um, the, the correct film won. Is that what he, said? Film, I, what he said? I actually feel good about this year's winner. Yeah, yep. I don't hate it for once. <laughs> it wasn't Darth Vader. Remember that time? Oh, Greatest horror villain of all time. We got so <laughs> much Darth shit for Vader. that. 
They're like somebody. I think I was somebody the one that nominated him too. Somebody <laughs> messaged me. It was like really greatest horror villain. <laughs> yeah. Just that greatest one, villain. Period. He's better than know, any of the horror villains. I know we uh, got a lot of shit for um, the Bride of Frankenstein winning greatest yeah. horror sequel ever. It is like that is a good one though. Now come on. That, but it beat nice. out Evil Dead Two, <laughs> Aliens. Yeah. And, <laughs> we, we, we can't help what people judge. I mean, you know. Well, it, every time we do one of these episodes, it gets into this stupid semantic argument about, does this mean this? <laughs> Dude, which one's the better movie? <laughs> yeah, because I have to admit, when I was doing the, the, the panel for the last one, some of them I was kind of sure. on the, like, is it actually elevated horror? And then other ones, I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm going to go with the movie I liked more. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I, th- I think I, I think I think Get Out deserved because, like, like I think I said I'll it. In that. That, like, like Get Out was. If you Google elevated horror, it's like probably the top three or four. <sighs> it pop- had to be either that one or Hereditary, right? I say something in there. Yeah, Hereditary, Get Out, or The Witch. I would have yeah. been fine with either okay. one of those. But would Get it, Out and man. Hereditary, I think, are better movies than The Witch. And I think yeah. that they definitely are one right. and two in that category. And her eyes are Which, too far apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So uh, that's it for listener feedback this week. Uh, of course, thank you, Steve Carlton from The Geeks, uh, for all of our new logos and <clears> being <throat> on the show and all that good stuff. Check we'll out be some seeing great stuff. Him. Steve real soon here. He yeah. asked for it. It's coming. The oh, no. It's coming. No. The retrospective not, not, of what? Children not, of the Corn. No. Oh, all right. Oh. That'll be fun. Can't we just watch the Star Trek episode Miri instead? It's not that fucking Japanese the animation fucking thing. thing we did. What was that that had like a million Oh, God. Episodes? That was so we're, we're never We're never doing that again. <laughs> so you say. <laughs> no. I, I, I make this in a week. <laughs> <laughs> I was so I felt Death note. delirious. That was it. My I sister almost, was mad at me for that podcast because that's her favorite <laughs> Japanese animation thing, and she's real into I, that yeah. shit. I almost oh, felt no. high watching that show. Like yeah. <laughs> like I didn't have no concept of time or anything. The episodes yeah. just kept going and going. <laughs> That should be a good thing, though, right? No, it's not like a good high. It's a, like you kind of don't know where you are and you're scared. High. Like <laughs> when is when is this gonna end? Yeah, it was like being in a little solitary confinement cell, and you're like, when is this going to be over? I can't do it anymore. And then people got mad when I said yeah. the movie was better than the show. It was. At least it was shorter. <laughs> Mostly because we watched a two-hour movie, so like, how bad can that be versus a like forty-six-hour fucking TV series? And Willem Dafoe looked like the demon perfectly. (laughs) Great casting. Jesus Christ. Anyway, there's our memories. Uh, but on to our featured attractions. Uh, this time we're going to visit Iran very carefully. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go to that. Iran, Iran so far away. 
<laughs> no, I've got a friend of the family is from Iran, and like they had to stop yeah. going back once their kids turned like sixteen because ah. yeah, they were gonna like stick yeah. them in the military or whatever. Oh yeah, oh yeah, can't have that. Well, we'll 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 talk about some of that stuff in the the next movie. But can't, I, can't Israel does the same thing, I think. So can't yeah. be avoided. Uh, anyway, the first one is a girl walks home alone at night. A highly touted classic, dare I say, uh, from yeah. 2014. Um, in the Iranian ghost town, Bad City. Uh, didn't, place, didn't seem that bad. Yeah. <laughs> a place that reeks of death and loneliness. <laughs> Nothing but dead, dead bodies and ditches, Brian, and fucking oil derricks everywhere and power plants. You don't think that's wow, a bad place to live? I was being sarcastic. <laughs> it looked okay. like fucking suburbia to me. Shit. <laughs> well, the, uh, the, the area he got lost in looked yeah. like the suburban. But... <laughs> I don't know if it's in the. Sorry to interrupt you. I don't know if it's in the. No, it's not in the uh, trivia, but I believe it was uh-huh. filmed in California. Ah, of oh. course. Well, that makes sense. There you go. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, a place that reeks of death and loneliness. The townspeople are unaware that they are being stalked by a lonesome vampire with a taste for 80s music. Uh, I love it. it. Great description. Won me over. Director and writer is uh, Anna Lily uh, Amirpour. Yep. um, Also known for The Bad Batch and the upcoming remake of Cliffhanger. That's going to be a trio. Are you going to make a remake of the Cliffhanger? Are you not going to put the Stallone in it? And I think she did that movie I talked about a couple weeks ago. uh, Yeah. What was it? The one with the the girl that gets out of the mental place and she has like mind powers. Yeah, you mentioned something about that. I can't remember the name. Mona of the, Lisa and the Blood Moon. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I got to look look for that one now. Okay. It's on, it's on Google Lens. You man. got it. All right. Cool. Uh, director Anna Lily Amirpour, uh, who bears a somewhat similar resemblance to Sheila Vand, uh, the girl in the movie. Um, actually performed the skateboarding sequences in the film for the long shots. Um, Amirpour is a lifelong skateboarder. Ladies, just gets better and better. 80s music, skateboarding, filmmaker. <laughs> too bad. Too bad. Was she Nez doing tricks and show. shit? She's just riding down the road on a skateboard, wasn't she? Yeah, but it it looked a little natural for, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for oh, somebody oh, just sure, sure. discovering what a skateboard is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the tattoo on Saeed's scalp reads uh, Jakesh, uh, or Persian for pimp, which is <laughs> not a huge surprise. Not a big surprise. <laughs> that is what he was supposed to be, right? I assume so. <laughs> Drug dealer, pimp, name okay. it, you know. Fucking <laughs> scum of the earth. Well, he had the tracksuit with no Russian gangster right? be is what he looked like. <laughs> John, a John Wick villain is what he looked like. <laughs> yeah. He's I think got in his the tracksuit and everything. <laughs> I think in the, the trivia, do you guys know that uh, South African group, uh, Die Antwerd or whatever? Yes, yes. I think he was supposed to be based off of the, the main guy in that group. Oh. No kidding. Okay. Huh. Interesting. So not so not Henry Rollins, huh? <laughs> From no. Black Flag. Okay. <laughs> Henry Rollins never had a sweet mullet like this guy. <laughs> right. He just had a buzz cut. 
Or yeah. dancing it out of some techno. Unza, right? unza, unza. That is not what I thought he was going to put on. <laughs> I think he did more cocaine than cocaine bear. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Lance, what did you think about A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night? Fucking masterpiece, man. It's it's yeah. not very often. Yeah, oh, dude, it's not very often that I see a movie that's in black and white that that I like this much. Because I mean, you know, just the fact that it's in black and white doesn't necessarily detract from the film. But with I think I think the photography that they were able to pull off using simply black and white film. This movie grabbed me from the very beginning when you kind of had the. Uh, it's kind of weird. It was like almost like a cultural mashup type thing because you've got like the the fifties greaser looking guy that looks like he came right, right yeah you know, like like Danny Danny from Greece or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's got the cigarette and the the fucking wife beater shirt and that just awesome sweet car right that you know we find out that uh, that our that our that our pimp it takes away from him later but. Um, just heartbreaking, man. When you see him come home, he finds that cat, brings the cat home with him. Um, it's like obviously there's something wrong with this guy. Something's missing in his life. He's lonely, so he you know finds a cat and brings it home. That also shows he's pure of heart. I would I would say. I think Does that you kind of symbolically did he not? Well, I yeah, but I think that uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just got. He looked like he good... specifically went to a specific place to get that cat. Yeah, like he probably stole saving... that cat from somebody's yard. <laughs> well, he was probably saving the cat from from an abusive uh, relationship. I thought the, I thought the cat was for his father. <laughs> Wasn't the cat for his father? Well, I think he was trying to do. Well, that was part of it. The way his father took advantage of him. That was the heartbreaking part because yeah. he comes home and his dad's a junkie. And he's stuck in the middle because it's like he's it, it's kind of hard. Like, um, you know, when you're family members of a junkie, it, it's kind of hard not to do things for him, even though, you know, you, you shouldn't be. Well, it's, it uh, a it's very, very difficult. That. Yeah, definitely a little loopy. <laughs> Maybe he went through one of the wars or something like yeah. that. No, I think it's it had some. I think it has something to do with the passing of his wife. That yeah, because he did keep looking at the pictures yeah. uh, of his recently lost wife. But I'm sure he had a habit to begin with, and it just like went downhill from there. But obviously, this kid is like stuck in the middle, you know. And then he meets this this young lady that um, is very mysterious, which is kind of cool. And it's like yeah, it's 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 almost like she's not afraid of anything, and you can kind of tell she has no fear. In fact, she's almost like emotionless. In parts, and I think it, the actress did a really, really good job pulling that off. I think, you know, that was the pimp character to the dealer. Was he a little bit over the top? Yeah, he kind of was, but I think that added to the 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 overall ambiance of the movie. I think it was kind of cool having a, as we would call him, like a a John Wick villain or a, a an Austin Powers villain. I, I <laughs> felt there, like you know, I felt like he was over to over the top to the point where it was to make us not like him even more right oh sure absolutely yeah and i mean you know of course it's like so many of those classic vampire stories where they're you know like interview of the vampire stuff right where we're only Mm -hmm. trying to kill the evil people you know and the people that have it coming so to speak or whatever but and and they didn't go I, i don't think they went too overboard with showing that she was a vampire i think it was kind of clever the way that he dressed up as Dracula and he's like, I'm Dracula, you know? And then she's like, 
I love that one scene when she's getting so close to him and you know she wants to bite him, but she doesn't. I think that was a really a really well done scene. Oh, I think he's obviously drugged out of his fucking gourd. You talking about oh, where, yeah, where, he he hugs, good, where he hugs where he hugs her? Shit. Yes. I think yeah. because I, I yeah, I see what you're saying about her wanting to because it it's right there, but the fact that she probably had never been embraced like that by anybody. Yeah. Or or at least we I mean, we don't know how old she is. It probably it's probably been quite a while since Yeah, that's very happened. hard to tell, right? How does that work? As a vampire, if you drink somebody's blood who's on some sort of trippy shit. Do you <laughs> next minute you're dancing to techno? <laughs> <laughs> well, she must have been an awful lot of cocaine. I was about to say, she must have been high as a kite off that guy then, huh? <laughs> if that's the case, she would have been fucking floating. <laughs> well, but, the guy that dressed as a vampire that she didn't kill, he was like, yeah. I don't know what he took. But he it was, was staring at a fucking Yeah, I think post. it was like, wasn't it Ecstasy or Molly? Didn't uh, they say, Brian, in the I think the translation? I think the text, uh, not text, the uh, time period, it, it probably would have been Ecstasy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was, I, I don't know, I didn't I didn't see the dub version. I saw the subtitle version. So I think it I. said Ecstasy yeah. on it. So, um, but yeah, I haven't I haven't seen a, fi- a movie that was filmed this beautifully in, in a while. And again, now going back to the the look of the city, like what were all those people dead bodies being thrown in that in that valley for? That that was really weird. And then you've got, like I said, like oil derricks literally fucking everywhere, which is I guess is kind of a nod to the Middle East, right, Philip? I mean, don't don't they have pretty much fucking have oil derricks and oil wells everywhere? That's in fact, why we're there. <laughs> In fact, didn't they set a bunch on fire during the Iraq War or something like that when Bush Senior was in? Oh, I don't know. Desert Storm. Yeah, allegedly. Purposely, allegedly set a bunch on fire. But if it was, it was to protect our own fucking. We're not burning what's ours. Petro dollar asset. Yeah. Well, this was (laughs) look at the at at its core. I think that this was a this was a beautiful love story of two people that were like uh, trapped in. Different scenarios, but like no escape type scenarios and not not a very nice place to live. <laughs> very, very cold, very industrial. And, you know, somehow they're able to find love. So uh, I loved it. I really did. Enjoyed it a lot. OK. Brian, what do you think? Uh, this is, doesn't happen a lot, but I 100 percent agree with Lance. What? Uh, this is <laughs> it's not. The movie is not what I expected. I didn't think I was gonna get sure super involved with the at the at the core of it a fucking love story, a love story drama. Mm-hmm. I thought it was beautifully shot. The story was well told, well acted. I loved everything about. They just called her the girl. Um, I loved everything about it. You didn't. Nobody said vampire outside of that guy saying I'm I'm Dracula. Dracula. I didn't even catch that. Nobody said vampire. I, I, they didn't. They didn't feel the need to beat us over the head with it. We, we know what yes, the fuck we're watching. Yes, right. Um, it obviously was. Right. I love the music in it. I felt like the music. Oh, great soundtrack! Absolutely. I felt like it. It. It helped in telling the story. Uh, there was great shots. Uh, some slow motion shots in there. Just beautifully made. Uh, trying to not say the same things you said, Lance. Um, 
The, another fun fact: the director was in the movie. She was mm-hmm. uh, the girl with the skeleton paint at the party. Oh, <laughs> was she? Was she the one that was that was tripping on the ecstasy? I think so. <laughs> and also the and one that's doing the skateboard. They probably really were. They probably really were tripping. <laughs> and I, I kind of wonder. I want to know. Um, if somebody knows, let us know. Uh, does the director have like some sort of musical background? Because not only with the soundtrack, but like the girl. Mm-hmm. If you guys notice, like her posters on the wall, she had like the the Bee Gees, Michael Jackson, yes, yes, yeah, like, I think Madonna. Mm-hmm. So Prince, I think Prince, Prince was up there Prince somewhere. Very, uh, very, very eighties centric movie. Yeah. yeah, 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 and they but used it. They used it well. I sort of feel like it would be like if Quentin Tarantino. Was from Iran. Oh, yeah, directed, there was a lot of Tarantino vibe. And directed Clerks. I wouldn't be surprised if this is not a movie that he wouldn't recommend to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is like right up his alley. And I, I see this could be, a, she, he could have been a, like a big uh, influence on her filmmaking career. Mm. Wow. Oh, I'm sure. I definitely no no feet, though. Yeah. yeah, well, I don't remember seeing. Well, no, there were feet. Remember the the guy that was the junkie was inserting the needle between his toes. That don't count. <laughs> <I> guess, okay. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't have a, like a weird token push foot fetish scene. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> like, why is Margot Robbie's feet in the screen again? Yeah, it's like, man, her feet are really fucking dirty. What are we doing? You know, Quentin's like sitting in the director's chair, just like rubbing his hands. Oh, the dirtier, the better. Oh, yeah. Makeup, makeup. (laughs) Right in the center of the screen. Put them up there. All right. But it doesn't make sense, Quentin. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Hey, he's the filmmaker. He's the filmmaker. Uh, I I, I thought it was just a beautifully told story and... I actually, I think the black and white kind of enhanced it for me. I did too. Yes, with yeah. the cinematography and everything. So yeah, yeah. didn't mean very, to cut you off. So. Very, very oh, clean. No, very cool. clean looking too. Very clean looking shots. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, I, I think it was a uh, very like uh, art house ish. I guess like it had some really fucking amazing visuals going on. Mm-hmm. Like the girl with the cloak. And the covered face cruising down on a skateboard or whatever, or just slowly walking behind somebody or what? Like it looked great. Mm -hmm. The whole thing looked amazing. It was or slightly floating in the air. (laughs) Yeah, and and real quick, they they didn't need to like hit you over like with stuff explaining things. Like yeah, yeah, they didn't need to overly explain that. I got the fact that she only kills bad Mm -hmm. people. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole scene with the little boy when she was like, are you a good boy? And he was like, yeah. And then she got up in his face and showed her fangs and was like, tell me the truth. Well, I mean, that, that was kid, that that he, that he was good for the rest of his life. <laughs> She's like, you better yeah. be good or I'm going to eat you. They, did, they didn't Christopher Nolan us with explain, 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 right. explain, explain. <laughs> uh, but I, it definitely right. was a slow burn. And mm-hmm. um, I... I really did enjoy the musical scenes, but it was different than most movies that you watch. It was uh, like they would play the whole fucking song. Mm-hmm. And like at the beginning of the scene, when they start oh, right? the song, the two characters are <clears throat> this far apart. And then at the end of it, they're here. 
And that's what happened in that five minutes, <laughs> you know? And so mm -hmm. the, they, they went a little bit for the long ball on that one, yeah. um, which was different, but I kind of enjoyed it. Uh, is it a movie I'm going to watch on a regular basis? No, but I did enjoy it for what it was. And I understand the acclaim that it got. Um, I may not rate it personally quite as high as as most people did, uh, but just because it was kind of long and drawn out and it took a while to get to the point, right. it wasn't really just a it, it wasn't really a horror movie, mm. right? There were some horror aspects, but it wasn't really a horror movie. Yeah, it was but, a manic drama. Yeah, visuals were iconic level, and they were really good. So. Did some good, did some bad. I'll take it. <laughs> this director's doing cliffhanger. That's crazy. That is going to be <laughs> insane. I know. That's weird. <laughs> I hope I can't wait. Plays part. I need to look it up. Uh, is there somebody starring in that movie already? It's got to yeah. be Stallone. It's got to be Stallone, man, right? Hey, doing some cliffhanger. He's coming back as the, gran as the grandpa. <laughs> That was a bad Stallone. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> There's no such thing as a bad Stallone. Come on, man. Hey, yo. <laughs> I've heard a lot more bad Arnolds, though, than bad, than bad oh, Stallone. Oh, I definitely so, do a bad yeah. Arnold. I do a drunk Stallone. That works. Just slow the, just slow the voice Stallone. down. <laughs> yo. Guy on uh, Instagram, fuck, I can't remember. Shut it, right? the fuck no. up. My huh? doppelganger, my doppelganger is doing cliffhanger. What? Momoa? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be great. This motherfucker's about to get sued. He was in the bad batch, right? He was huh? in the bad batch, wasn't? Yeah, he? yeah, so that, that that makes sense. That okay. she would she would be able to get uh, Momoa. <laughs> Well, as long as the studio doesn't yank that away from her, that's going to be a great movie. Okay, this one's a 9 on 10. Ooh. It's as close to a 10 as you can get. This was, this was gorgeously shot, wonderfully acted, very surreal. Uh, the, the visuals were phenomenal. They, just the way they sold you on the, the, this, the way that the city was so industrial and hopeless – the time, the time warp type stuff, as I call it, like the 1950s greaser and the 1950s car, and then the 1980s music, you know, and then everything against a modern background is just gorgeous. So, yeah, one of those rare, very, very rare nine on tens that I'll give out. That is a Lance movie. I understand it. <laughs> Brian, what do you think? I have to agree with Lance, nine out of ten. What? I, I enjoyed it a lot. I love I love the characters. Um, even we talked a lot about the the girl, uh, the guy, the main guy. Yeah, we didn't have to get beat over the head that he was a fucking good guy. Because I'll, I'll bring up True. the scene, the scene where he's doing that. I mean, he did steal the girl's um, earrings and the cat. But yeah, but the, that's but right. The fact the that, but the <laughs> fact that he the felt uncomfortable working in her room. Yeah. Without her parents knowing. Oh, he, yeah, he could have gotten it right then and there, huh? <laughs> and I mean, uh, he he did give the earrings to the girl, so I guess yes. it turned into a turned into a good thing. 
<laughs> I'm going to go seven. Oh, that's geez, that's, that's, that's good. Oh, Real yeah, good. no, it's still definitely a good movie. I feel bad that I'm not giving it as high, and I want to give it another chance. But this is, like, the third fucking time I've tried to watch this movie, and, I like, I, I had to watch it this time, and so I watched it. Yes. And it gets better gotcha. as it goes, but the first couple of times oh, yeah. I tried to watch it because I heard such great things about it. Well, like, I, I, remember, I remember loving it the first time, but not yeah. this much. Let me put it to you that it way. It just... It it gets off to such a slow fucking start. Yeah. And it's all subtitled, and it's like, man, this mm-hmm. turns into kind of a chore. <laughs> <laughs> but good movie. Good movie. I think there was some, some aspects there of greatness. Right? I don't see yeah. the movie as greatness, but there were definitely some aspects. Some of the ah, shots. Well, well said. Well said. Uh, all right, let's move on to Under the Shadow from 2016. Um, as a mother and daughter struggle to cope with the terrors of the post-revolution war-torn Tehran of the 1980s, a mysterious evil being haunts their uh, begins to haunt their home. Um, director and writer is Babak Anvari, um, also known for Wounds and I Came By. Wounds sucks. Oh, really? It has uh, a <laughs> star as, uh, what's his name? Oh, real life cannibal guy, uh, Army Hammer. Oh, what? <laughs> He's good. Yeah, and part, part of all of his uh, situations with ah. women. One one of the text messages, he wanted to he wanted to eat them and drink their blood or something. Oh, I, I know there's like, a dude from CNN who ate somebody's brains because he was like <laughs> interviewing some cannibals. <laughs> it fucked him up. I, th- I, th- I think, I mean, I, I don't want to believe it, but I, I kind of do. I think you get a certain fame and fortune that you just get into weird shit. Yeah, I probably would avoid eating brains, though. That's how you yeah. get, like, fucking prion diseases and shit. <laughs> Sorry, Lance. We we got. Has <laughs> nothing to do with the movie. Uh, but anyway, um, official submission of the United Kingdom for best foreign language film category in the 89th Academy Awards in 2017. Um, at 1:11 and 10 seconds, when Shade is on the terrace, the damaged part of the building on the right side resembles a human skull. No, I didn't know that. I believe won't go back and check, but yeah, that is interesting. Interesting. And right. I think he skipped over included among the one the one thousand and one movies you must need you must see before you die. Oh yeah, edited by Steven Schneider. A thousand and one movies you must see before you die. I don't you know. Does this one make that to- list? You ain't gonna tell me what I need to watch before I die, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> this is America. I'm free. <laughs> um, I, I guess I'll I'll start it off. Okay. Um, I think this one compared to the first one, I think this did a better job of showing you what these people go through and what they live with on a daily basis. Because th- this was constant, just 
war the little sirens that go off and they would have to go to the bunker the women would have to be covered up all the time or you you couldn't even let nobody know you had a fucking vcr and you work out to your little jane fonda workout tapes or they take it away uh, i think i think this did a better job of doing that uh lance i think this is the one you were talking about when you said this is a slow burn more than you would uh like that you're on mute lance you're on mute buddy no there, oh, there we go there we go i love slow burn movies brian come on dude you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm yeah, the slow guy, I, I think- man at first, I was kind of taken out by the slowness of it, but then oh. as things started to unravel, the whole thing with the with the gin and the yeah. stuff happening with the daughter, mm-hmm. I kind of started taking it a different way that maybe there is no gin, that this lady's losing it. You know, there was certain aspects of the movie that, like the whole movie, they're trying to find this doll because... The lady explained that the the gin will take something personal that you love and keep it. That's how they keep ah, track. Ah, okay. And then later you find it in the drawer where she keeps stuff. Right. All right. torn up, and then she's like, "Why did you take it, mom?" And the and the mother's like, "I didn't take it." And then she was like, "Don't lie to me." And she's like, "I could have taken it, but I don't. But I'm sure that I didn't." And I'm like, "Are you sure?" Because there's <laughs> and she did seem kind of resentful towards the daughter the whole time. Like yeah. she's yeah, doesn't have that motherly instinct. I'm not I'm not saying that there there was no gin in this movie, but uh-huh. there's just a lot of a lot of this movie that maybe the the effects of what's going on around her, the stresses. Yeah. And then you got to add it on. Then you got the earlier sure. in the movie where she's uh she can't get into medical school. Or she can't get back into medical school because of certain beliefs that she backed uh, before. Yep. The, political act- yeah. activism in the past. Cer- certain political beliefs wouldn't allow her to get back into medical school. So it just kind of seemed like there was a lot of aspects to this where maybe somebody saying that there's a gin kind of put something in her head that created this whole uh, scenario. Maybe. But the kid was supposedly mute, so how could he have said there was a gin? Just good. I, I know kids that don't talk to their parents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also true. And then you All got right. the you got the scene where you know maybe maybe it was the daughter. Maybe okay. it was the daughter doing things because you huh. get the scene where she's talking to somebody and she said, "Oh, it's on top of the bookcase." <laughs> right. Maybe they weren't talking about the the doll because what was on top Uh of the bookcase the key to her mom's special locked drawer was on top of the bookcase Hmm. so i don't know there was just a lot of aspects to go and go with and i like the explanation of the gin in this movie because i'm sure you guys typically have seen movies where gins are basically like genies and they grant you wishes sure like aladdin (laughs) yeah but in this movie ten thousand years of longing this movie, they're just demons that that right. come to fuck with you. And I like the explanation on when that missile came. Oh yeah, how it the gin fly in on the breezes of, of sorrow and agony and despair and fear. I, I have like, a possible theory about that missile, but I'm going to wait till we get right. to the end of my 
It makes oh. more sense that the djinn is a demon than a genie. Yeah. Although I've heard it more as a genie, but obviously the right. djinn as is more of an evil entity. Yeah, well, I'm, I haven't I haven't read it, but the lady that first mentions mentions the djinn, she says it's in the Quran, mm-hmm. and the way she spoke about it was okay. like they were they were demons, not they're not here to grant right. you wishes and. But yeah. I I thought. It was super slow in the beginning, but as it ramped up, uh, yeah. I enjoyed it more, and I felt like it did a better job of placing you in in Iran and the situations that were going. And I just, I don't know. I still don't know how to feel about where the story went because at one point I did think it had to do with a gin, but then there were certain mm-hmm. aspects of the story where I'm just, are is this lady losing her mind? Like, yeah. That final time they went to the the bunker, yeah, mm-hmm. and she thought she heard uh, her daughter upstairs and just kicked the other yes. girl. Right, and then when right. she came back down, the the little girl was like, "Why did you do that to me?" Yeah, it kind of was like, "Okay, is this movie playing with me? Did mm-hmm. did she not really hear anything, or you know?" And so, I really enjoyed that aspect of it, and it ended up. I don't know if it's something I need to watch before I die. One of right. those movies, but <laughs> well, mission accomplished. So you've only yeah, got one thousand more to go, Brian. I'm not mad that I watched it. Yeah, and one I, one I down, a thousand one, to go. One more thing, I probably I think I would have liked it better if it was subtitled, because sometimes the dub oh, kind of took me out. At saw, I did. I saw this one subtitled also. Uh, I, I watched this one on Netflix, yeah. and it, yeah, it, was, okay. it was dubbed. Gotcha. Well, and I let it be dubbed because it's easier. It's easier for me to follow along because I'm not always. Yeah, up. and you can multitask and do yeah. other things around the house. Sure, I get it. But uh, um, I, I I pretty much agree with everything that you said, and I like that insight that maybe this was her descent into madness instead of mm-hmm. a gen actually being there or whatever, because. The daughter never talked about a gin. She was just missing her thing and like missing her dolly, her little dolly. Who the mother in the room? The mother just seemed to even the fact that the husband had to go away, which was fucked up. Yeah, they sent him right. away to to do his medical stuff. Yeah, basically on, go on go be lines. a go go be a doctor on the front lines so you can't <laughs> right. be a doctor anymore. Yeah, the fact that they sent him away. And he wanted her them to go to the to his parents' house, and she just wouldn't budge. Wouldn't leave the I, house. There was just right. so many things that you're just putting more stress on top of yourself. And yeah. how, mm-hmm. how are you going to manage? And it just that seemed whole like a line complete about yeah, like our home is more important or whatever than like we're not gonna be cowards and leave our home or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, there's fucking bombs coming in. Go yeah, a house else can, so that you yeah, can live. Yeah, no shit. A house yeah. is a house. <laughs> it seemed ridiculous to me. Yeah. yeah. And then, obviously, at the end of it, like, I don't think she was even actually talking to her husband. No. He may have been fucking dead, for all we know. I don't know. Okay. Hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. But, um... Uh, it did take a while to get going. It wasn't uh, so much a horror movie at the beginning of it. Um, it was maybe longer than it should have been. But then, okay. um, like once the horror stuff did come in, it was pretty good. Yeah, like there, it, were, there was there was some. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it was pretty creepy. You know, 
There was some creepy moments like when she thought she saw when she woke up and there was an old man like standing at her bedroom door. Yeah. And she ran and chased him. And it was creepy mm-hmm. how he like kind of sucked back up into that crack in the ceiling. Right. Yeah. They had some pretty decent effects. Um, pretty, pretty good horror tropes going on. Um, I liked the, uh, the gin and the fucking blanket that was flying around the room or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I think that worked well. It was something different. And, uh, I, I think that they pulled it off, man. I, th- I, I think this movie says a lot. And especially when you start to think about Brian, what you said, where maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't a gin after all. Maybe it was just this lady losing her mind. Yeah, it just that makes it even that much cooler. It just makes it. That's I just get that feeling. Just yeah, there's just I so think much, right. just so much that this lady and her family are dealing with. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. some. Somebody says the word gin, and then you know how your mind can start yeah. playing off of that, especially when you're kind of losing it and stuff. But for well, a while, she was obviously while, know, stressed right, out. Yeah, because like she was up her daughter's ass, not like normal mom stuff, but like. Right. But that, but that's a good point you brought up earlier. It did. It really did seem like she almost resented her daughter at times. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, that's what I was saying. Like she didn't have that motherly instinct. Like and like, then the father would, daughter was a burden more than. And then the father like, would yeah. say, take her, take her to my parents so she can see her, her grandma. And then mm-hmm. she would kind of freak out and be like, are you what are you trying to say? I can't take care of my own kid. You know? Yeah. He's like not saying you can't take care of your own kid. You're a crazy bitch. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Should have seen that beforehand. Uh, Lance, what'd you think? I I definitely uh, got some of the political uh, things that they were saying in this movie. And of course, you know, it was set during that time. I guess it said the Iran Iraq war was what, 80 to 89? Like one yes. of the yeah. one of the longest. Not it's not really a civil war, but it's almost a civil war, right? It's like if we went to war with Canada, right, right. or Mexico, or something like or that. Or Russia so. goes to war with Ukraine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely, sure. Good, 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 good uh, way to put it. <clears throat> I did. I definitely noticed the fact that, um, of course, you know, she's sitting there, you know, having to be very quiet and reserved, and and of course being forced to wear the headdress. Yeah, as the you, women, you get, as the women are, you get a you get a good example of that when she gets scared and grabs her daughter and runs out the house mm-hmm. in the middle of get, the fucking night, and they get stopped by the police. Instead of what's wrong, they're like they see her without her headdress and like, yeah, what did what did yeah. they say? What do you what yeah. do you think this is Europe? Yeah, okay, they they did so yeah, so they did a good job with that in the movie. They they did a good job of showing like you like you guys were saying, you know, the husband is a doctor. You know, obviously he's allowed to dress how he wants. He's got a, a nice suit on and stuff like that. Obviously, he doesn't have to cover his head. So that's just a lot of like the the inequality between men and women in that particular society. And we won't go any further in my political views on that. So <laughs> we'll just keep this a non-political uh, podcast. But it was, you know, pretty obvious too, though, that he was getting he was getting fucked over too because <laughs> he got sent to the, you know. The front lines, as it were, right? I don't think it's too um, inflammatory to say that, hey, women shouldn't have to wear shit on their head. You know what? I'll, I'll agree. <laughs> I, I, I think that's, yeah, I think that should be a basic human right, right? Anywhere. Well, yeah. I mean, um, if it's their religious thing and that's what they want to do, that's a different thing. But 
Yeah. That's kind of where you run into trouble because <laughs> it kind of is, I think, but, uh, or it's been warped to be that way. But anyway, let, let's move on. So, okay. So the movie itself, Brian, again, I love a good slow burn, dude. You know that more than anybody else on this podcast, I love a good slow burn, but brothers, I do not love a no burn. And for me, <laughs> this piece of shit movie <laughs> was a fucking no burn. I am glad you guys got a lot out of it. All I remember seeing was just a lady, 35 minutes of looking for a fucking doll inside of a house. Now, yeah. I do have, I, honestly, the, it, seriously, guys, I, I was very bored by this one. I'm sure it all went over my head. I'm, I'm sure there was a lot. Maybe I wasn't focused on this movie the way I should have been. I'm sure there was a lot more that was being said in this than, than I picked up on. And I was just watching a lady getting mad at her daughter and looking for a fucking doll for 35 minutes. And then at the end, you've got a big fucking flowing you know, robe that's a quote-unquote gin or whatever that you ever, never even really fucking see. Anything because, because what if it wasn't real? There was the thing with the teeth <laughs> under the bed. Okay, so <laughs> let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, guys. Is it possible that when that missile struck the building, you know, because she wouldn't leave, she wouldn't leave, mm-hmm. she wouldn't leave, she stayed they there. They all died. That's my theory, maybe. Because there was a shot at the end of the movie that made me kind of feel that way, right? Because the missile landed and they like pulled it out and stuff, but then at the end, didn't didn't the building look different? Like it had more rubble or something? I don't know. It's kind of like Alice in Borderlands. I don't is know it? If you guys ever finished watching that? Uh uh-uh. uh On Netflix, it's a series. Is Two it, seasons. Got a, got a similar storyline. Pretty good fucking show. Uh, probably better than this one. But <laughs> well, Lance, if, I hate that, to say if, it. That, if your theory is true, then it, it kind of makes this a little bit better movie than what you're saying. It very well could, but I, it bored the hell out of me. So, uh, you know, I'm glad you guys got a lot more out of it than I did. I, I definitely picked up on the political stuff. It was, it's, is it, in, is it an important film? Yeah, probably so, because it says a lot of things. And like you said, the fear, just I don't the think absolute it said a lot fear. of political stuff. It said a few political things, but just like, yeah. All right. So right, to Brian's point, I, I don't. The fear I don't have something as basic as a television and a VCR taken away from you. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? mean, I don't think it's too political. I just think it it paints a perfect picture of that time period. Yeah. For them to be there. Yes. Yeah. It's a war torn. They weren't taking it away from her because she's a woman. They were going to take it away from sure. her because they're sure. fucking rich. That's what rich people look like everywhere else in the world. Welcome to America where everyone is rich. Mm-hmm. You and I, who think we're fucking broke as hell, are rich compared to the rest of the world. Great point. What are you talking that? about? I don't own a VCR. <laughs> you got a Blu-ray player? <laughs> yeah, I got the, two. Hey, the, geek, the geeks all own VCRs, man. <laughs> yeah. Still collecting VHSs, and they can't get away. They keep getting pulled back in. You know how much <laughs> VHS are going for now? I'm sure a lot, man. Like like vinyl records, right? Yeah, you can get like a, I don't know, like an original Friday the 13th, still wrapped in plastic VHS. You're talking hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I'm sure. Yeah, no doubt. Like collecting well, comic books or something. How right? many of those are left? Not no, many. I've seen <laughs> quite a few on eBay, but yeah, 
If it's on eBay, well, those prices are ridiculous. That's not original. I was, no, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say there is, there is, because I used to work in retail for a record store, and there is this thing that would allow you to like, it's just like, like, it's like a uh, heating gun that yeah. allows you to re-shrink wrap shit. So, good, good. <laughs> I'm tip. not gonna believe that. Good tip. Always look for if they still have like old like the store price stickers still stuck on them ah great yeah yeah great pro tip man great pro tip this movie bored the hell out of me guys i'm not gonna lie it really did this one caught me more than a girl walks home alone i'm glad to hear that see this is why we do the show yeah this is what makes it it fun I, I thought we do this I, show I to, to make money. No, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I had to force myself to pay attention to that movie. This one mostly kept my attention. I, I, I agree with Philip. I think to me it was yeah. her just descent into, I, I mean, I want to say madness, you know, because at the end of the well, movie, I wasn't just quite sure if, there, if this wasn't all created in her head or not. My 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 theory is that the bomb the bomb exploded when it landed. They were all trapped there. They couldn't go anywhere because they were ghosts. That's it. That Boom, would make more story. sense. But anyway, well, why did everybody else like leave? purgatory? I don't know. <laughs> like, well, listen. You look at like the Koran and the fucking uh huh Bhagavad Gita, Bible. like the yeah. Bible and. Right. Dude, all that stuff is so similar. <laughs> Very similar. Eerily similar. I know. Anyway. <laughs> there's scores. that. Oh, me? Oh, um, scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Brian. Uh, I didn't like it as much. I think I, I think the dubbing took it out. I did, no, matter of fact, I'm not even going to say it. Oh, you can't do that, dude. Come yeah, on. I said... I, I didn't say anything because that right. was that was a Netflix choice. That wasn't the film's choice. <laughs> I um, didn't score I, it off dubbing. I liked it. Normally, it's better. It's more. Yeah, it, it packs more of a punch when it's not dubbed, and you're yeah. just looking at right. the subtitles right. because then you get more of the emotion, the feel, of the yeah, fake shit. Yeah. Oh, the really, really bad dubbing that you get sometimes. <laughs> Alice Borderlands uh, again was another the, of that. The cinematography wasn't as good as the first movie. Okay. Um, the acting was fine yes. for the most part. Uh, the main actress I have seen, uh, that show I brought up uh, before, uh, Gangs of London. Well, she, she is she, she is gorgeous. I'll give you yeah, that. Yeah, she is. She's she a is gorgeous in the show. woman. Oh. She's in Gangs of London, and she's okay. she's pretty ruthless on that show. Kind of different <laughs> character she to, plays compared to this. I have to check that out. You got AMC Plus. Yep, that I do. Um, the story, I think, is what really kind of grabbed me. It took a while for it to get going, but once it got going, I started coming up with my own theories in my head on what was real and what was not. And I think I'm going to have to give this a seven. Oh, good score, man. Good score. Does does it belong on a list? Of the 1001? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it is. I think for... <laughs> a, there's a lot of movies out there, man. I think you kind of said it right, Lance, for what the movie was portraying and what it was trying to say. I think it is a very important movie, and I do yeah. recommend people watching it. And for that, yeah, uh, this is an easy seven. But if I'm going to pick a thousand movies, this is not going to be on them. Like, oh, if I, if I picked a thousand movies, there's going to be some stupid shit on my list. Well, you know the you we know the thing is we know the thing is going to be on there, Brian. But I think I think a thousand movies runs out real fucking quick. 
when you're putting oh, yeah. like all of the movies that you in all watch in all time you die. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Sure. Like Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's on <laughs> History this of the movie. World. History of the World Part One. Yes. Actually, every fucking Mel Brooks movie ever. Every Mel Brooks movie <laughs> has to be on there for sure. I know you're thinking, Brian. I'm trying there to think. Is, is there one that shouldn't? But I, I can't there was think of kind of a boner there toward the end, like his very final one. I I can't remember. I don't even remember what it was called, but it wasn't that great. I don't even know. Anyway, I can't, I can't even. Think moving on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but uh, is this movie on there? No, probably not. Maybe. wasn't bad. I think I'm going to give it a seven right. two. Actually. I think it was a good movie. Nice. It definitely held my attention. It was worth watching. Um, I'm not going to you know, say anything negative about it, really. Um, there definitely was a lot of slow moments. Like, they could have shortened this movie up sure. by about half an hour or so, and I think it would have been great. Uh, but they didn't do that. Uh, some of the subtitles were uh, not subtitles. The dubbing was the dubbing. maybe a little cheesy they haven't <laughs> fucking mastered that shit yet you know what i mean that's what i was gonna say but <laughs> I, I can't hold it against the movie but there right. was times uh-huh. it's like okay I, I get it you're not gonna 100 match up the lips because they're speaking different yeah. languages well you don't have to. but can you get someone that i would think sounds like that person right <laughs> that's yeah. what, the, the problem is like you're you're finding just Oh, hey, you speak this language and that language? Okay, you're hired to do this movie. And they're like, huh? I mean, this is not <laughs> like a bad actors. this is not like a bad eighties action movie that I expect the dubbing <laughs> to be bad. You know, this is a serious right. <laughs> Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh Executive decision. I think I incorrectly Said that he died at the beginning of Air Force One. It was executive decision because we just started. Ah, like, there you yeah, go. when he's trying to go through the little tube between right. planes and his little character, like, Shoo. yeah, yeah. I for some he's reason in, he's in a movie for ten minutes for the longest time. <laughs> I get those two movies mixed up anyway. And Lance, you know who was in charge after Seagal? Who's that? John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. Hey, hopefully he did better than Seagal. At least he didn't, didn't defect <laughs> he, to Russia. <laughs> he didn't die. Uh, from Spawn fame. Oy, oy. <laughs> what a terrible clown character, right? A great hey. character. That bad. Yeah, bad movie. <laughs> All right, Lance, what did you think? Oh man! Now be fair. Be fair. I, no, I'm gonna be super fair, dude. <laughs> but I, but I am sticking by my comment. This this is probably gonna be the two furthest apart scores of any two movies we've seen in the same podcast. Well, wait a minute. Dad, what was the movie that we saw along with two Jennifer or whatever? Did we we give that one a decent score? Didn't we? Oh, the unseen. The original missing, wasn't it? Oh, unseen. I don't even remember what that movie remember. is. The movie that was filmed <laughs> on an iPhone where the... Oh, the, oh yeah! Okay, where so she's in that, like an asylum or something? Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, okay. That was a great movie. So, <laughs> this, this is, this is going to be like that for me, guys. Sorry. I, two and a half. I liked it. Uh, I liked it. Uh, it had some good ideas, 
it, it left some possibility open that maybe she was going insane. Maybe they were dead. Maybe something else was happening. Maybe the husband was really dead and not talking to her on the phone. But I don't know, man, for my money, just opening every drawer in the fucking house, throwing every book in your literal fucking bookshelf, you know, and, and just, look at this goddamn doll for 35 minutes. Yeah, not but then the, cake, the scene of the daughter coming in and seeing what the mother has done to the house. Yeah, that just makes long. her look more this, like she's. You know what? This would have made a great ten-minute short. What? That's well, okay. So I, that's what I'm saying. I think if they had cut this thirty minutes shorter, because like the horror <laughs> aspects to this, uh-huh. where it was like real ghost story shit, was pretty uh-huh. creepy. And I think that they did a really good job at that. There was just yeah. too many moments that had nothing to do with ghost story. Well, I, I wouldn't say cut it down. I would say the part building up. To, to the gin stuff, kind of shorten that that yeah. time, taking that time and putting it more with yeah. the gin yeah. stuff. Fair it enough. Was, it was more the know. third act of the movie that for, saved it for me. For, for me, for me, for me, they they, they did what what our good friend Jack Falvey the fourth said about Lost did. They opened way too many cans of worms and left way too many questions unanswered at the end. Because like the mute boy, was he really mute? Did is he just not talk to his mom? That was, was he that, somehow that, 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 wasn't that was that was his uh, his aunt and uncle. He was another another unanswered question. So no, anyway, they answered it. Two and they, a half. They, they said it was the the nephew because his parents were killed in the war. All right, all right. I I won't give it another watch, but <laughs> I'll take your word for it. So uh, you guys ready to close this thing out? No, I still want to talk about your shitty score. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, we do have something to announce, though, Brian. Only exclusively for our patrons. Am I correct? I did hope it, so. Did it post or not? Did I, it post? Did I, I, do, I, I, I don't have. I just found out I don't have the login, so I can't even. Oh see no! Post it. All right, I'll uh, I'll send I'll send you some info so you can look it up. <laughs> no, you know. Nez, Nez, Nez knows the login, so he can. All right, we'll check it out. Uh, We should, we should have a Patreon-only episode of uh, reviewing Hannibal uh, season one, episode one up. Get it, and we will continue this every week. And then after season one of Hannibal, the plan is to move into what, Brian? Tales from the Crypt. Okay. Oh, Oh, beautiful. So you guys know where to find us. You know how to become a Patreon patron. We don't need to tell you again. I, I, I have trouble preaching and begging. So if you want to join, join. If not, please just listen. It's yeah. cool. Just hang out with us every once a week. Yeah, subscribe to us on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We have a Tumblr page, but don't worry about Tumblr. <laughs> and we... Me and Nez finally put out an Action Returns episode. It's about fucking time, man. That's what I said when I looked at the last time we put one out. It said September of last year. Oh, (laughs) guess what? Guess what? Speaking of which, you're talking about the Action Returns and you're talking about uh, Patreon. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the Action Returns just picked up a new patron named... uh, Lonnie Long Longsting or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to double check on that. Does he get to pick a movie or what? He gets to pick a movie. 
if if anybody's heard the stuff me and Nez do, we break down the whole movie. There's no way we're doing three right. movies in one episode. <laughs> okay. Hey, well, but I'm gonna throw out another uh, what could be an Action Returns movie as a cool of the week that I completely forgot about, considering we yeah. were talking about sliced alone the whole goddamn time. Oh, Over no. the top. Watch oh yes, that. sweet. That movie. <laughs> that movie's almost perfect, except for the sun. Yeah, I want to punch that kid so many He's got times. Got a little shit, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> the arm right. wrestling movie. That's the one. Cool. <laughs> you you got to love a movie where he has his own little weight set in his semi truck so he can yeah. work out, preparing hey, for the guys, next. Yeah, you just move the, you know, you build the muscles, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though his little finishing move to win the matches, I kind of always felt like it's illegal. I would think so too. I I had questions what, what about. What did he do? Tickle him with a feather? When he no, he just, he he basically he over the top. He basically ah, re, re grips because okay. when you grip in an arm wrestling, you're supposed to keep yes. the grip. He yeah, readjusts yeah. his grip, and I'm like, but that's they told you not to do that. Yeah, but arm wrestling in general right. seems weird because it's like depending on how you put your body, you know. I mean, you can mm-hmm. use your whole right. fucking body, like. Are there rules to that? It, it seems like a weird fucking sport. Sorry, if it's even a sport at all. Which like, the only time I've ever seen it resembling a real sport is in this movie. It, <laughs> it, like it was big in the it was big in the eighties. Oh yeah, I remember arm wrestling people all the time yeah. at school, but <laughs> I don't know if it was real. Other Lance, than that. Lance, uh-huh. Lance, Lonnie, Long, Longenstein. He gets he gets one movie. Okay. And that movie is over the top. You better pick wisely, then, right? But right now, right now we're in the middle of the canon canon films, uh, Ninja Trilogy. Oh, wonderful! Uh, Zim Vader uh, mentioned it, so we're giving him the trilogy. And uh, next episode of Stream Fiend should be probably out by the time you hear this. And we did 1989's uh, Lean on Me. Oh, very nice. I like it. All right. Well, uh, I think a horror return should be a lot of fun next week, Brian, shouldn't it? I I mean, is it going to be know. one of those episodes or what? I don't know if the movies will be good, <laughs> but the conversation should be amazing. And that's uh, the next installment of Is It Really That Bad? Yes. With, Tro- with Troll 1 and Troll 2. <laughs> Oh, okay. I think I just recently watched one of these. I'm about to watch it again. Well, you about to rewatch it, brother. <laughs> and, and if you guys have time, check out the the documentary on Troll Two. Uh, what what is it called? The worst movie ever made. The best the, uh, the best, best worst the, movie. Yeah. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> All right, Brian. Until the horror returns again. Good night.